Stand by for action. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Punk Die Die Podcast. I'm Tom, and my partner is so punk that he's currently wearing a leather jacket while we record. I am, I, even though it's fucking, it's cold outside, but it's boiling hot inside, but I'm, yeah, I'm wearing, I got a brand new leather from uh, Straight to Hell, which is a Chicago company. And you don't want it to look brand new when you go out. Exactly. Like you're a 60 year old poser. Yeah, I'm trying to wear it in a little bit. I'm, I'm probably not going to paint it, but I was even thinking about painting it. But just just like won't do run it over with your car or something. <laughs> Smash it against the wall, throw yeah. some paint on it or some shit. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to wear it in a little bit because it's so it's stiff right now. But uh, yeah. Well, we are. Uh, I'm back from vacation, Neil. I'm not very rested, but I am back from vacation and uh, ready to get back to you know the daily grind of the 50 weeks of year where I don't get to be on vacation. So yeah, so you've been away for a week. I mean, people people listening to the podcast wouldn't know because no, we, we keep we keep putting them up yeah. relentlessly, but. Uh, it's funny, dude. I, I feel like we're we're like the we're gonna become like the punk rock Johnny Carson. We're just people get so used to it. Like we're part of people's lives, you know. Dude, I fucking love that the punk rock Johnny Carson. I absolutely. He love was that. an. Ins- I think he was kind of an insufferable prick. Well, I guess once again, I made a little bit of a tie in there. But but you know what I mean. It was just such a part of people's lives. Indeed. So. That's what we're aiming for. Hey, well, no, no, you know what? And I actually found I used to enjoy Johnny Carson. It used to be nice and relaxing before you went to bed, right? Interesting guests, classic guests, and well, uh, I don't know. I don't know that you feel that way. Good stuff, right? Like, who watches fucking yes, who, Ed McMahon, right? Who watches the fucking assholes that do a late late night show now? I don't even really know who's on anymore. Jimmy Kimmel, right? And, and talk about insufferable pricks. Yeah, he is a he's a sort of, who's the other Jimmy that laughs all the time? Jimmy Fallon. Useless cunt, yeah. Yeah. Well it doesn't matter, Neil, because th- that was what we did when we were like college age. Now we're too old to stay up till frickin' twelve thirty to watch it anyway. Dude, it was Johnny Carson then Letterman. It was so damn good, right? Yeah. That was a that it was, was funny. Fun. Like Letterman was like the edgy guy, like when I was in yeah. high school, the college kids loved him, you know. Yeah. And looking back at him, he was pretty dull too. I think it was all pretty dull actually. Ah, some of the, some of the segments are great though. He had some good music on too. He had some good yeah, guests. Letterman yeah. would have some decent music. He would. But yeah. Anyway, welcome to the Punk Till I Die podcast. I don't know what episode two hundred and fifty something, two hundred and sixty something. I don't. I'm not sure where we're at. Upper fifty somewhere. Yeah. I gotta say, you know, there's 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 some changes coming in the next year or two. We have to. We're almost maxed out. We're gonna max out with our. Uh, yeah, number of podcasts we could have number of uh, hosted. We can have yes, yep. so we are going to have to. So we're going to. There's going to be some. We're going to. We're going to invest in this thing to show you that we are going to be your Johnny Carson. We're going to be here for 20 years, 30 years, 50 years. <laughs> so buckle in, people. Exactly. We've got some big investment coming up uh, to prove to you that we're here to stay. Unlike you know some of these other fly by night operations it's easy to make like 30 podcasts but then when you hit that wall man you got to push through it right that's right i mean it's it, it's a having shit to talk about or not to talk yeah. about like we do um but then b going to shows yep. c you know buying Being records a part of your supporting local scene. yeah exactly right. exactly all of the above right and uh yep. 
Yeah, yeah, and, and interviews, obviously, getting guests, getting guests yep. that people actually know who the fuck they are. What's well, funny? We have we we really uh, the only thing keeping us from getting really good guests right now is just us doing it because it's <laughs> La- just, laziness. We've yeah. been so busy. No, I've just been so busy, man, with nonsense. Yeah. You know, just regular life stuff. I got a I got like a, a bullpen of people that have agreed to come on. I just gotta line it up. And a matter of fact, I will try to do that for next week. Try to line somebody up. Now that doesn't mean you. Who knows what order you hear these? We just knock them out at this point, and you know. Yes, it's like, it's like masturbation. We just knock one out whenever we feel like exactly. it. Exactly. Um, you know, the older we get, the less often we knock them out. But you know, <laughs> no, actually, it's not true with us, man. We'll do like three in a week, yeah. And then like, you take a vacation or whatever, and you're off yeah. for a week, and uh, you know, you know and, and, you're, and you're talking about maybe going away again before the year's over. So yeah, we'll be. Yeah, we just found out that that's a definite twenty seventh of November, baby. Oh, twenty seventh November. Okay, yeah, right after fucking Thanksgiving. Could you imagine a worse time to travel? Uh, well, <laughs> so you're gonna miss the adverts. Oh, the adverts is done already. Oh, that's done already. Okay. Yeah, that's done already. That was done at the beginning. It's second of October, I think that was. So I missed that. Well, you're going to Southern California. I'm sure you can find something going on. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, I was just I was just um, communicating with the Godoys last week, and Steve, oh, yeah? who lives in Long Beach, said he'd drive down and hang out. So that's cool. If if you weren't going to be too much of a pussy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess. Well, he's I, the he's the guy to ask, right? Hey, uh, a scale of one to ten, dude. How gay do the kids dance at the shows? To be like a fourteen. <laughs> a fourteen, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, or or he'll be like, I don't know, I don't go to shows. Um. Anyway, punk till I die seventy seven at Gmail. Punk till I die. Uh. uh Facebook group. Yep. If you want to see pictures of Neil and I's records and Richard's uh, tall people standing in front of Richard at shows. And Dude, it was funny. I was I was I was perusing the site today, and I'm actually it's we actually get some really cool content on there. We get about yeah. 10, 10, 12 posts a day, which is actually pretty fucking cool. Really, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because a lot of it's from from you, the listener, you, the loyal listeners because i, so I was cool. looking back for some of the photos we took at t1 fest which we'll nah. be talking about today but man i had to go back like i had to go back like 100 posts to find that post hmm. you know so that was that's pretty damn good man and pretty so happy, I'll, pretty I'll happy with what, the way that's turned out why don't you play a song and then we'll talk about t1 fest you and i were able to get together and have a few beers and have a collapse. <clears throat> All right. So Tom Tom just gave you the email address. Yep. Email us, people. You know, and if yes. you need stickers, we'll send you stickers for free, even though I don't know how much longer we'll be able to keep doing that. But yeah. If you want stickers, let us know. Um, just send us your address and stuff. And um, if you want T-shirts, uh, you can get the T-shirts at loudpizza.com. Look in the like apparel section or something like that. We have the. Uh, I believe it is the apparel section. Yes. Yeah, the uh, black. And also, actually, I do have some T-shirts here. So if you want, if you want a T-shirt, you want one packed by my own fair hands. Um, get a hold of me on Facebook. And Neil will meet will... you in a dark alley with it somewhere on the south side of Chicago. <laughs> not on the south side. I'm not driving that far. But if you're on the north <laughs> side, maybe we can. You can, you can drive it off something. in front of the police station where the, the immigrant encampment is. Do did you guys happen to drive by that? We did. Yeah, we did. Wasn't that fucking crazy? It was kind of insane. Yeah. Jesus fuck, Scott! I guess it's as safe as I guess it's as safe as anywhere though, right? Not right now. Not now. It's in snowing. That city. Not now. It's well, snowing yeah, in 28 yeah, degrees. But anyway, so yeah, yeah, buy our buy our swag. Yes, buy our swag. Buy our uh, swag. Yes. And we were. Are you? And I, were you? We're talking about doing some jackets. Is that something you're just going to be like for the crew, or is that something that you maybe 
we, we may be able to do well some to the general public. So yeah, so I want to do Dickie's jackets. I want to do Dickie's quilted jackets. You know, embroidered. I think not you know, not screen printed or whatever. Oh, embroidered, embroidered. Oh, back. Man. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but so these will be expensive. So they'll have to you have to pay up front for these because I'm not gotcha. buy I'm not buying like twenty and then being stuck with ten, right? So people will have to order these up front. Neil's got like two thousand dollars with the jackets. In his <laughs> yeah, exactly. Room there. Exactly. Which actually, I just sold the last of the sweatshirts. So, okay. uh, so I had those for a while. Well, and I think there's probably a demand for another run of those. Those were real. I mean, we sold them really reasonably priced. We sold them at cost basically. It was like yeah, thirty five bucks or we something. Did. But I'd imagine these jackets. I'd imagine if I had to guesstimate, they'd be like seventy seventy five bucks before shipping. Um, that seems I, awfully cheap for an embroidered Dickies jacket. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it might be a little bit more than that. Might be but, time to crank up the old uh, capitalism machine, Neil. Maybe ninety nine yeah. ninety five or something. Yeah, but we'll just know that uh, Social D uh, sells them for like one hundred and forty. So you know. Yeah, I saw just, be- uh, Screeching Weasel was doing embroidered Dickies jackets, and they were one hundred fifty dollars. And you got to watch it too, because some of them they'll do them unlined. So it's basically just the canvas jacket you're getting. Well, the good I think with the online, at least it's like a three season jacket. The heavy one you can only wear in the winter. So I think that's kind of a six of one, half dozen the other, but it shouldn't cost that much. Well maybe you can, mate. <laughs> Dude, I still wear shorts to work. I had to pick you up. We got a ton of snow last night on Halloween. Today yeah. is November first. How the fuck is that? How the fuck is that? We're getting snow on Halloween. Oh How my crazy gosh. is that? Yeah. Uh, out by the lake, closer to the lake. West of us, they got like inches, like six inches or something. They did? Oh, shit. I mean, it all melted today. But that doesn't do you any good when you smash your car up or whatever. So my niece is in one of... Is it my niece? Yeah, I guess it's my niece. Um, the oldest one, she's in Australia right now. Her and the whole family oh, nice. went to Australia and Sydney. Isn't there like 100 there in the winter? Uh, well, it's, it's summer there, of course. Because when it's winter here, it's summer there. So... Um, they are, yeah, they're, all the photos, they go going scuba diving, they're fucking, the Ugh. sky is so blue, and I sent him a picture of my street this morning when it's just covered in snow. The sky is gray, and it's, there's snow everywhere, so yeah, it's pretty good. There you go. Um, so, yeah, so Dickie's jackets, yeah, maybe between, okay, how about this, maybe between 80 and 100, we'll see. Um, okay. But they will be lined. And, uh, yeah, you will have to let me know if you want one and the size. And also if you want your name embroidered on it, because I guess we could do that, too. Huh. Um, but anyway, so that's what I'm thinking get, of doing. Can I get Mr. Trauma? Mr. Trauma. <laughs> Senor Trauma, yes. Transylvania Tom. I, you I know, think. we got this, We got this. you know, this granddaughter, you know, and, you know, her grandmas are all like, oh, I want to be Mima, I want to be Grandma, I want to be Mimi or whatever, and... and, and like what do you want? What do you want the baby to call him? Like Mister Trauma, <laughs> sir. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, she'll be growing up so fast. That's crazy. She's got two teeth, man. No, she was the only trick or treater I wanted to see yesterday. That was I bet because we hadn't seen her. You know, we'd been on vacation, yeah. of course. So yeah, well, that's anyway, cute. Six, six months old now. So yeah. Wow, how time two, flies. Two razor sharp teeth, <laughs> just like me. <laughs> yeah, typical English. Our Englishmen and listeners will understand. Uh, <laughs> all right, play, play a song, man. All play, right, play a all song. Right. Okay, so we we okay, we gave you our email address. We touted our wares. Yes, we're not really very good at self promotion, but there you go. So anyway, um, what, what, do we have a musical theme tonight, Neil? I don't. Well, actually, I do. Things I've bought recently. How's that? Ah, there you go. Um, so on the Halloween episode. I played a song by the English early 80s Ramones, I call them Ramones Corps, there was no such thing back then, but they sounded like a chintzy English verse of the Ramones, sure. um, called A Razorhead. Okay, and oh yeah, yeah. I am, I, that led me to re- rediscovering them, 
and in fact, I I just bought um, a four. They had like six forty fives. Uh, came out with six singles okay. and two albums, and so I just bought one of the singles. And this is probably their classic. This song is called Shell Shock. So I think it was their second single. Um, so yeah, this is a Razorhead from 1981, I think, with uh, Shell Shock. <laughs> Raise ahead there with shell shock. What's going on in the background there, Neil? You're watching Friends quietly and you're oh yeah, little cry- TV and, in your room and, or and, and crying. No, I think yes. I think Laura's on the phone with Lydia because Lydia uh, uh, Lydia's uh, fiance Chris is on deployment mm. again, uh, so she's sitting at home all miserable. So, so do you have any idea? Do, do you get any idea where he goes, or it's just like because no. no. obviously there's a big carrier in the Mediterranean right now. Yeah, this is only a short one, so it wouldn't be that. But he in March, I think, January, February, or March, something in early next year, he does go on like an eight-month deployment. Hmm. So I guess there's a chance that he would be indeed doing something in the Middle East at that point. So uh, you know, you know, my my wife's dream vacation and next year, <laughs> what next is, year's what our, is Palestine? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, next year's our thirtieth anniversary, hmm. our thirtieth wedding anniversary. Yeah, we were kids when we got married. Kids of twenty-one. And uh, she wants to go 
cruise the Mediterranean, like go to southern Italy, southern France, maybe southern Spain, maybe as far as Greece. I'm like, hmm. part of me is like, I don't know that I really want to be cruising the Mediterranean next year, even way on the west side of it. And the other thing, but the other part of me is like, oh, I bet you that's going to be really affordable next year. <laughs> which I can get a really good deal. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, I know a bunch of A cheap of, holiday actually, in other people's misery? Okay, Johnny Rodden. Most of people who were planning to go to Israel, like the Holy Land this year, I'm like, yeah, I'd probably skip that, right? You might be able to get a really cheap holiday to Tel Aviv. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> holiday in Tel Aviv. That was a good um, time. Yeah, maybe go to England instead, man. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, do I, don't, I don't know what we're gonna do. I, I, I don't. You know, we had such a nice week in the Carolinas this last week. If if we have it, we can do that. You know, tell us about that. You just got back from vacation. Tell us where you went and how long it took and all that kind of stuff. What, what did you do? Well, I'll tell you what. Well, yeah, so you got to you got to frame it with the fact that I, you know, my wife would have liked to probably left Friday after work or something. Mm-hmm. But I already had tickets that I bought months ago, literally like six months ago, for Mud Honey on Saturday night, and I wasn't going to leave till that was done. So we just said, "What the hell?" And because my exploited show got canceled, and I sold my Metallica tickets, we actually came for a day of T one too. Right. So I had two days of concerts and travel, and then we drove through the night. So it was kind of hectic. But why don't, why don't we actually talk about T one first? We're going to go chronologically. All right. Now, just but just out of interest, does she drive, or do you just drive the whole time? Um, I drive most of the time, but like when I got home from that Mud Honey show at like eleven thirty, I let her take the first shift. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. She had been napping a little bit. Yeah, I slept till maybe like three a.m., three thirty or something. I took over. All right. Once so- once the sun comes up, you know, I can kind of. I'm all right. But <laughs> okay. anyway, so yeah, so so yeah, we decided kind of last minute to come to Chicago for T one. You know, having Jimmy and Joe on. It was going to be an inconvenient, but I'm like, oh man, these guys are such good dudes, and I and it's such a good cause. Yep. We wanted to make it work, and we we even considered trying to come Thursday too, but I just burned through like a ton of vacation days. I, you know, during like COVID times, you're I just watched my vacation climb and climb and climb. I just got my new pay stub for Friday today, and I'm like, oh man, I only have like 16 hours of vacation on there or something. Sad man, sad. I think I still have like 13 days. Well, I don't know how I'm going to take him before like, the I end get, of the I year. Get, like every check, I get like basically four hours or something like that. <clears throat> okay, so it'll, it'll climb yeah. back up. But my wife's looking for us to take a couple of days off around Christmas too. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't yeah. know. I don't know, dude. I just do what I'm told, and if I'm told not to go to work, it makes me pretty happy. <laughs> okay, it's as easy as that. So yeah, we just we took Friday off, and Scott and I just cruised down and uh, met you. Uh, what time was it? About three, four Hold o'clock on. by the time you finally got down to let me Chicago? set the, let me set this yeah. in. Let me set this in for those that don't know. Okay, so T One Fest is a three day festival in Chicago, yep. um, put on uh, by Jimmy and uh, Joe from the Capcom Heroes, yep. and it's to raise money for type one diabetes, uh, juvenile type one diabetes, yep. um, which is the one that you're born with, not the one that you get yep. from eating bad stuff, right? Not so, the one you get from riding the scooter at Walmart. Exactly. So um, they put on this three-day festival at Reggie's. Um, it was Thursday this year. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Thursday, Flatfoot 56 was headlining. Yep. Um, neither one of us were going to go Thursday. Huntington's, I, I think, was the other big the other Yeah, big Huntington's, group. yeah. Um, I already had tickets for Friday, so I knew I was going to go Friday. Uh, the queers were headlining that night, and I didn't really yep. care about but the rest of the bill was good. Uh, and you weren't going to go, but then, like you just explained, you changed your, your mind almost last minute, and so you said you were going to come Friday, which was awesome. So, 
you got in town what like about 1 p.m or something i don't remember what time it was exactly but we were able to go right into our excellent hotel that's not not as nice as the one johnny thunders died in <laughs> to uh so we were able to get in there and then we walked over to walked over to reggie i don't know it might have been three yeah, so Reggie, so Reggie's just. You the, said you were gonna. You, you originally said ah, I'm up down there maybe two or something. I think it was probably at like four o'clock by the time you get down there. It was because I, I actually went to work in the morning and then I had something kind of happen early afternoon, so I couldn't I couldn't get off that early. But um, that's awesome Chicago traffic, of course. Yeah, so Reggie's for the for those that don't know, which is probably most of you. So Reggie's has uh, it's a big it's a big place. So the event space or the rock club as they call it is on the right hand side. On the left-hand side, they have, like, the bar restaurant, but they also have shows in there, and that's called the Music Joint, right? Yeah. But that's smaller yep. bands. That's yep. They'll have smaller bands over there, and the Low bigger bands. stage and, yeah, tables. Yeah. yeah. So um, even though doors for the for the main, for the rock club weren't until, was it, it was six, doors was at six, show was seven. I think that's what it was, or seven and eight, or yeah, my, yeah whatever like it was. That. Yeah. yeah, but but so even though that was the case at the at the uh, rock club, the music joint, uh, the regular uh, bar part opens at noon, I think. So yeah, you were able to get in there easy at one or two, and then yeah. you also have a rooftop bar, and that's yeah. where you guys went. Yeah, so, we like it up there. So when matter I go, of fact, we went to the rooftop bar and we go in there, and the bartender's like setting up, and uh, he wasn't even open yet, but he's like, yeah, hey, yes, we'll I'll serve you. I don't care. Man, he was a weird surly fucker wasn't he he was he listened to some angry old english punk rock stuff too and some like boston like hardcore right some old boston hardcore or yeah, something and that seemed to be what got him all that got him all excited was the uh hmm. yeah he looked like a scrapper yeah uh so anyway so like i said i had to work and then i drove down i drove home first and then drove from home uh into the city i would have been there earlier but as insane as it sounds, three o'clock into the city is a fucking nightmare. It took me a good thirty-five minutes just to get to Lakeshore Drive, which is like two miles. <laughs> so, yeah. that, so I was in a great mood. So when I got, well, and I think, and 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 put a pin in that because I think that that pays dividends later. It does. Yeah, I think your your mood was set before you even got to the show. Oh, see, you're saying that. I don't think that's true. But anyway, because I, I, I had a great time with you guys beforehand. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that part of it. But like when the music started. <laughs> so the, the the good news was because it was, you know, three, four o'clock in the afternoon, whatever it was, there was no one parked outside Reggie's. So I was actually able ah, to get the primo spot right cool. outside of Reggie's, which I'd never had before because there was basically nobody found there at that point, right? Um so that was cool. So I went in, went upstairs, met you guys at the bar upstairs yep. with the surly, angry little barman. And, um, <laughs> a trollish little bartender, yes. <laughs> yeah, we just near this. He actually would have fitted in with the crew very well, actually. I'm the, I'm like the odd one out, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. he wasn't, he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't there for a good time. He was there for, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yes. He, he, he was fine, actually. He wasn't, he wasn't unfriendly. He was just real gruff. He seemed annoyed that I was ordering Guinness. That seemed that seemed to annoy him for some reason. Not quite sure why, but there we go. Um, Listen, yeah, it's probably in the back shelf or something. So you guys were like four fucking PBRs in by this point. I'm imagining right? uh, old style, buddy. Old oh, old style. That's right. You were drinking old style. Yeah. Why when was it, that? It, why are we in drinking Chicago, PBR? I, I don't know. It's just kind of become our habit when we're in Chicago. Yeah. Because hmm. you can always get it. You know, it's. And get PBR. Well, apparently, according to the sign on the wall at Reggie's, they had some sign selling saying they sold the most PBR and. 
the city or something. I don't know. They have plaques on the wall. I prefer PBR to old style. Yeah. Um, Scott likes old style. It's just, eh, whatever. I think I mixed up in one or two PBRs over the course of the night. So I'll tell you what, what was really good, sitting up there was fun. Yeah. And, and on the way in, I saw, the, as I was coming in, I saw the bass player from the Zoonoids. So that was cool. So we yep. had a conversation and then came upstairs. Um, yeah, it was great. I was drinking Guinness. You guys were drinking your old style. The The bartender was surly as he was. He, you're right. He was playing a great selection of... Uh, like 81, 82 style. Yeah, Blitz punk. and Annie Norley. Yeah. She was a test two babies. And yep. I don't even Cockney remember Rejects, Cock Sparrow. Just, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was excellent. It was an excellent soundtrack. So we were sitting yeah. up there. After a while, um, Jimmy from Capcom Heroes came up. That's right? right. Jimmy came up for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and was chatting to us about and what And the guitar player th- whose name eludes me. We'll call him Capcom number one. How's that? Yes. I think yes, his name is Matt. Guns. Matt, does that sound right, Matt? He's a super nice guy. I mean, I have to strike up a conversation with him right now, but I just, I'm not positive what his name is. Yeah, I think it's Matt. Uh, Listen, when you have so many guitar players, how do you expect us normal people to keep track? That's true. That's, that's why I say we'll just call him guitar number one. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so he came up. We were shooting the shit with him. Did anybody else come up? I forget. I can't remember. I don't, I don't know that anybody else came up there. Hmm. I think there was was there some kind of black metal band who was going to be playing on the other side of Reggie's that night because it was some like deplorable looking people came up with like horrible dress sense. <laughs> Those are called Chicago people, Neil. <laughs> deplorables. What are you, Hillary Clinton? <laughs> yeah, deplorables. <laughs> no, they were like semi metal and semi looked like they were fucking hippies or something. Yeah, I don't know they, what the they, fuck they, they were. Well, and, and, and let's face it. I mean, once again, not trying to insult the pop punk crowd because they're nice guys and we hang out with them and I like a lot of the music. It's a very casual crowd. It's very much a you know, it's the sweatshirt, backwards baseball cap, Vans crowd. You know, it's not like the, you know. They're not punk rockers, basically. It's not, yeah. the, it's not suspenders and, you know, white right. wife beaters and Doc Martin. Old, mo- old mohawks and. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the leather jackets, yeah. There's no that. So they're pretty, pretty low key. And that's, in the, you know, we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, it was it was a pop-up bill at the end of the day. Solid, straight through. Indeed. So, so what. The doors opened it open an hour or so before the bands played. What time did we work our way down there? I wonder. Well, I think doors were at six. I think we went down at like six thirty, and, sure. and and it's most unlike you because normally you won't go down for the opening bands, but Zoonoids well, were on first. first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which you I know you really wanted to see. Yeah, and, you know, and like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. They played. They they had a twenty minute set, man. It's like you you couldn't screw around you know yeah they played like eight songs right eight or nine songs i think yeah maybe just yeah. just knocked them out yeah well and they, and they they were actually a full piece this time for the first time they had yeah, an extra they had guitarist big guitar player who called himself cowboy and wore cow- combat boots and was a big just a big galoot nice guy i met him after the show <laughs> you know, hello mr every- big galoot well i met everybody except for the like main guy the songwriter guy singer songwriter guy um i don't know if he's just doesn't feel like talking to people or what but like the drummer that we made so much fun of was a hell of a nice little guy <laughs> i mean he is troll like and i think he knows it and he but he was super cool it was real cool actually you know considering how much fun you made of him mate you you know playing drums with a big giant wooden hammers or whatever <laughs> but no they were cool and and, uh, and i must say to shy the bass player um, I guess we had met before. It kind of came back to me because you you had said in a previous episode that that we'd met several times, but I was always so blotto that I don't remember. Yep. Which, yep. And I said I don't get that blotto. It's a, it's just not. But I, I guess uh, Cole introduces us at some point. He's a real nice kid too. Yeah, and he, um, and, and he and plays he played, 
He plays the say. plays the lowest bass I've ever seen. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I remember when we were playing. You know, when I first started playing. I really had to make a concerted effort to drop the guitar lower, drop the guitar lower, drop the guitar lower. It's a little easier with bass because you don't need to really be able to see your fingers as much. But uh, but yeah, that dude's like like it's like six inches below his balls at least. I mean, his, no, it's, it's like down by his hanging. knees. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like lower than Dee Dee. You know, I assume he has real low hanging balls. You know, <laughs> I guess Jesus. <laughs> He's a young, young guy, but yeah. uh, no, they were they were great too, right? I mean, I enjoyed very much enjoyed their twenty minutes. They were very, very good. Yeah, they always are. I mean, they just blast right through right through a set, yeah. right? There's no there's no nonsense. Now, I did meet the main guy a little bit. Oh, did you? Okay. He, backstage, he does seem very shy or something, or he just doesn't. Li- he just oh, doesn't like people. He just wants to murder people. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just maybe it's just you, Neil. Well, you do that. You didn't talk to him either. No, <laughs> he wasn't. He just wasn't around. Yeah, I, I don't. But no, it's cool that they were able to come down from Kalamazoo at the last minute and play. And like I said, I very much enjoy that. I hope they. I still don't know if they've ever played Grand Rapids. I asked them, I think, but I don't remember the answer. But I don't think they've ever played Grand Rapids. So it's only an hour, less than an hour from Kalamazoo. I hope they come up here and play at some point. You probably saw them and just too drunk to remember. Yeah, must be, must be. <laughs> um, but the other cool thing was. You know, I had kind of a wish list in my head as far as what I wanted to buy at the show. Yes, sir. And everything I wanted was there. Well, that's pretty get, cool. I wanted to get the new Raging Nathan's record, mm-hmm. which I got. I wanted to get the Zonoid's new split 7-inch, which I had been going to mail order, but I like... I hate it when you mail order one record and it's like ten dollars, nine bucks, ten bucks, whatever, and then you have to pay your five bucks shipping on it. If, so if, I yeah, try- if not more, yeah. So I was trying to buy multiple things, and I just, like, I think, like, Mom's Basement, I eventually will get some or some, but it was like, there was nothing else on that on that site that I didn't have that I wanted. I'm like, oh, man, I don't really want to pay 15 bucks for it. So I was glad to get that. I got that in a white. Um, I know I knew that they'd repressed the Queers Manji split uh, from, oh, boy, I don't know, 15 years ago or whatever. Hmm. And I didn't have that. I didn't have that on CD or vinyl or anything, so I was happy to get a copy of that. And uh, like I said, I got the new Rage Nathan's record, and I got oh, a repress of the 2010 Queers album, Back to the Basement, which which I didn't have on vinyl. And Josh gave me a copy of the new split single from Raging Nathan's. So, That's cool. Yeah. Damn. And I got a Zonoids t-shirt. Shaggy gave me a Zonoids t-shirt. I was going to wear it yesterday on Halloween. But I forgot. Is it the one so, with the monkey with the maggots in its mouth? No, it? it's got like a, it's like a mummy kind of a kind of a thing. It's cool. It's real cool. Oh, well, is it a mummy or is it a monkey head? Is it like a desiccated monkey head? I don't know. It's got like three heads. On. I don't know. I'd have to look at it. Again. Oh, different then. Okay, different than I brought it on vacation. Okay. I meant to wear. It. I just never never got to the it. Wipe I was on, you couldn't. No, nah, she doesn't care. She, she's she's given up on the whole. She's she's like if if she wants to dress nice, she just does. Mm-hmm. And if I dress nice too, it's a gift to her. There you go. And if I wear my normal outfit, she's fine with it. There you go. All right, that's good. Yes, yes. Well, so it seems like we should. You play... give a little, you get a little, Neil. That's what she said. Exactly. <laughs> it seems like you should play a Zoonoid song now, but I don't see that in your playlist. No, I don't remember what's on my playlist. Nothing from the T1 Fest, funnily enough. Well, I think we played a bunch of stuff leading up to the T1 Fest, right? We did. I mean, when we had the guys on, yeah, we did. I'll tell you what, Neil. My next next trip down to Chicago. Yes. It's actually going to be next weekend. It'll probably, probably be down there before people even hear this. Um, I'm going down for that big street punk festival, Anti Heroes, on Saturday the 11th. Mm-hmm. That'll be a great show. I'll tell you what, the dancing there will not be gay. It will be more like face punching and uh, 
backroom brawling, right? Yeah, maybe it will be. You or maybe just be old guys standing around. Who knows? Yeah, you can never tell with a Chicago crowd. I think it's going to be pretty good. I think that Fear City type crowd is... My my buddies from the South Side will be there. It'll be it'll be knocked out, drag out. We have to talk about those guys from the South Side. Anyway, so the uh, those guys are gonna be my new drinking buddies. I can tell. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna play. I, I, I probably played this before, but it's such a great song. This is like the, kind of the, maybe the best known antihero song. This is from their American Pie record. This song is called "Fuck Hollywood." I can't wait to hear it live next weekend. Hello, WXXX, the home of alternative rock and roll. Can I take your request, please? Hey, man, can you, like, play Fuck Hollywood by, like, the anti-heroes? Well, I, I don't think that would be appropriate. Well, why the fuck not, you trendy music industry radio station piece of shit? One, two, fuck you! Fuck Hollywood! Fuck up today! Fuck the million dollar movies with nothing to say! Fuck the Simpsons! Fuck Oliver Stone! Fuck Rambo and Sylvester Stallone! Fuck Jane Fonda and Shirley MacLaine! Wish they were fucking John Wayne! Fuck Captain Superman! Fuck Tattoo! And if you don't like the song then... Fuck you! Fuck! Fuck! Hollywood! Fuck! Fuck! Hollywood! Fuck! Fuck! Hollywood today! Fuck Sonny Bono and fuck Fuck Cher! Someone hit her wall with another chair! Fuck Michael Jackson and Joe Molesters! Fuck Rock Hudson and Schwarzenegger! Fuck the actors at the presidential ball! Fuck Oprah and Arsenio Hall! Beat up the beast with your stupid bricks! Sing about women when they're sucking dick! Fuck! Fuck! Hollywood! Fuck! Fuck! Hollywood! Fuck! Fuck! Hollywood today! Anti-heroes there with fuck Hollywood. That's, Tom, de- that's dedicated to uh, Matthew Perry, Neil. Tom, you didn't you didn't hear? I heard that anti anti-heroes when they play, they're actually uh, doing their new. They have a whole new uh, whole new scene that they're playing. They're going to be yeah, doing a, sure. a jazz fusion set, is what I yeah, heard. I'm sure. They they're <laughs> another one. I hear them live. They play so fast, you can really tell what songs they're playing. But eh, whatever. Be that's fine. a shame. That's a shame. Um, all right, let's get back to. Yeah, the Matthew Perry joke, very nice. That's very nice. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I used to, you know, every time I, I see Agent Orange like once a year, and every time when they play Too Young to Die, Mike Palm will literally devote that song to whoever like the most recent celebrity death was. I think one year was Betty White. Mm. Like she was 99, my dude. Yeah, I think he did. I think when I saw him, he did Betty White and the Queen, I believe. Uh, I remember yeah. one year it was uh, uh, George Jefferson. What was his real name? The black dude from yeah, I remember. Yeah, Simpsons. I can't think. No, but it was just like yeah, whoever whoever it was. Yeah. So anyway, I, I I in that tradition, fuck Hollywood's for Matthew Perry. What was the other joke I heard? Because he drowned in a hot tub, didn't he? 
Uh, I don't know. They thought maybe he had a heart attack or something. No, yeah, but he, he he drowned. That was the official cause of death, I guess, was he drowned. And so I saw a joke at the time. It said, you know, one of the guys in Friends was a swimmer. One was not. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Pretty, pretty fucking Have low. some respect for the dead, Neil, or don't. I don't care. <laughs> I didn't make it up. <laughs> you know, he's 54 years old, young guy, but, man, he lived life to the fullest. He did. Get the Even back. he said, you know, he's like, I could tell what drug I was on by how fat, by my weight during the season. Like, oh, that fat that season, I was drunk. Skinny season, I was on speed. or You know, I was just, yeah. he, uh, man, he got to He got to bang some uh, tasty feministas, yeah. It's only okay. a show, you know. No, in the real life, he was. Geez, yeah, he was. Uh, right. He was putting it about a bit. Yeah, good for him. Mm. Good for him. Um, all right, so T one. So, so anyway, my point being, so I grabbed all these records. Yes. I actually brought a record bag. Because oh, and we swapped. I had a and we swapped records, didn't we? We swapped yeah, yeah. records. And you yeah. had a record for me, which worked out well. Yeah. And then I freaking left my bag up at the bar. Thank oh, God. Oh, upstairs, one, upstairs with the uh, troll man. Grabbed it and stuck it aside because. One was the was a uh, beautiful new copy of the Slaughter and the Dogs Do a Dog style that you'd bought for me at um, Tang yep. when you were in California, and the other one was that uh, Let Them Eat Jelly Beans, which is much harder to get a forty year old record. That's yep. a little. And uh, did you were you able to clean it up and get a good play out of it? I tried to clean the cover. Had you tried to clean the cover? I didn't know. I didn't do anything with that. I put a new sleeve, an inner sleeve, a new inner sleeve, and yeah, I saw that. bagged it. That was it. Yeah, it looks like it looks like he was rubbing dirt on the cover. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, like I said, that record, that whole collection, the records are in real good shape. They're just dirty. Yeah, like they're like they're you know they're so I think you should be able to get a good play out of you clean it up, hand clean it. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I couldn't see anything wrong with the vinyl, but just the the cover, especially like the top left, it looks like he rubbed dirt on it. It's really yeah, they, they sat in the box. I think they sat in the box for a long time. Yeah, that one. It's unfortunate because I know that was the one you really wanted, and that one yep. was a little more beat up on the cover than a lot of the covers are real solid, but that one was a little more beat up. So yeah, and the, <laughs> yeah, and the original, the original like poster thing inside of it wasn't there, but that's fine. I mean, it's still it's still great. It's yeah. still a great compilation. Um, I, uh, I, I've I gotten so many records recently, I can't even... I, I just I can't get through the pile to listen to them. Hmm. Plus, I'm working on reviewing a couple things. I just... Man, I got a big old stack. Well, so, there you go. All right. First world problems, right? But anyway, my point being, so I gathered my records and threw them in this bag and went through them in the truck so I wouldn't have to be responsible for them as I continually downed more you know, old style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. We did go back out to the car yeah. and do that. And the next band on was uh, so I missed. I missed most of the next band. They're called Hospital Job. Hospital Job. Yeah, but that was kind of by design because I kind of was listening to all the bands. I'm like, yeah, that's really not my thing. It was yeah. a little too that too much that sickly sweet background vocal pop punk stuff, which makes sense because it's got Luke Luke McNeil from the copyrights in the band, and he's kind of the master of that sound. Yeah, they were pretty generic. So I actually, I actually uh, went and hung out in that, you know, the um, the merch room on the yep. left when you first go in, where the minor band, you know, yep. the smaller bands. Yeah, so the were in there. Yeah, and, uh, so, yeah. So I, that's who I was hanging out with. I was hanging out with. Uh, yeah, the Zoonoids guys and with a couple of the Flamingo Nosebleed guys. So I didn't know who they were, but yeah, we got chat with I'm those guys. I'm friends with the main guy, Jake, on Facebook. We didn't really know each other. But I, I did I did introduce myself. So hey dude, we're Facebook friends, but so I think I th- we only we only met one time. We met in uh, Fort Wayne years ago when we saw the Lillingtons and 
Flamingo Nosebleed. So that's the guy that looks like he should have been in Toxic Reasons, 1982, with the neckerchief on and stuff Yeah, like the neckerchief, yeah. He's the only, I think he's might be the only constant at this point in that band, but I'm not positive about that. Yeah, he had a great, he had a great look. He had that great early yeah. 80s. You know, uh, well, he's a 40-year-old guy, but he's got big, full head of curly hair, good-looking kid. Yeah. I mean, I hate to sound, you know, I hate to, you know, I hate to be the judge of other men's good looks, but, you know, he's a good-looking kid. That's fine. It's, you're allowed to do that, man. It's it's fine good to look, recognize when neck, another man is very handsome. Yes. Had that glow of a guy who had been drinking beer with us upstairs for half the afternoon. I was being farming. I like <laughs> he it. He just got in from the fucking fields. <laughs> no, he was sitting up at the bar up, upstairs with us. Up oh, he was? A bunch of the friends. They were right behind us, yeah, on the table. A bunch oh, of them. oh, fuck, I didn't re- Maybe those are the, uh, yeah, well, never mind then. Okay. Well, it's funny, you know, because you know these people, but they're not, it's not like they're, you know, it's not like it's Mick Jagger. It's just like a bunch of dudes, you know? Well, it was actually very cool because when I was hanging out back in, the, in that little room with the Zoonoids and stuff, fucking Joe Capgun came in and he was doing introductions between bands and he was doing a great job. Yeah. And yep. uh, But he came in, he said some really nice things about the show. You know, he said that we're the only, uh, we tell it like it is and we're the only like, oh, real, about us. real oh, podcast. Nice. Yeah, about us. Yeah, it was, I mean, who it was, was actually telling cool. to? Nobody who cares, but. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool, though. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was no, very cool. No, those guys though. are good. As a matter of fact, you know, they. Yeah, it, maybe we'll try to be a little more involved next year somehow. I don't, I don't know. It was, it's, uh, like I said, it's a good cause, good show. So we'll see. So anyway, so when I missed almost all the hospital job, and then Flamingo I think I saw, no- like the last three songs. Yeah, yeah. Flamingo Nosebleed went on, and they were, yep. you know, musically they didn't do that much for me. But like I said, I thought they, I thought they looked good, which is important too. Jake is very charismatic. I feel like the main guy. Yeah. The rest of the band maybe not as much, but no. I, I matter of fact. A couple of them weren't very charismatic at all, but I do feel like he's uh, he's kind of got that something. And I like their songs. I know a bunch of their songs, so it helps. Oh, that's good. See, I don't know. Have you got have you got any albums by them or anything? I have one LP, their most recent one, and I have a couple CDs. Hmm. Okay. Wow. So they've been going for a while then, huh? Yeah, yeah, quite a while, I think. Because hmm. I know we've been supposed to see. I mean, them they've up- toured. They've toured England and stuff, dude. They're pretty for that scene. They're pretty established i would say matter of fact fort wayne like they used to open for every punk every decent traveling punk band that came from fort wayne they used to probably book them because they sure. they'd play with them yeah you got to have a band like that that's kind of the cog around which the scene, the scene grows yeah 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 for sure um i, I know we, we've been supposed to see them like four times over, the, over the last year play, as a matter of fact i said that to jake when i was talking to him i said you guys were going to play an event for us in logansport they were the first event that Matt put on for us, and when I say our event, Matt puts these events on. Don't 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 think otherwise. Neil and I are just like coattail riders when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> but uh, the first one we did, which was Capcom Heroes and uh, Mobile Death Camp, yeah, Mobile Death Guard. Camp, yeah, and uh, yeah, Flamingo Nosebleed was supposed to open, and they were having some I don't know personnel problems or something, so they dropped out, and our friends the distractions from South Bend opened instead. So. Yeah, and then there was another show as well that they were supposed to play. Maybe it was T One Fest last year, and they dropped yeah, off, they dropped off that one too. So uh, yeah, so Not it, sure. Well, they last time they don't always have two guitar players either. Like oh, they had two okay. guitar players this time, and they, I know they don't always. So anyway, yeah, because Jake plays guitar, the singer plays guitar also. So all right, so, so ne- next up. Was um, Raging Nathan's, I believe, yeah. right? Yeah, they were great. Raging Nathan's were fantastic. I thought they were the best yep. band of the day. Um, I didn't see the queers, obviously, so I'm sure yeah. you'll you'll you might have seen more than that. But um, I thought Raging Nathan's were the best band that I saw that day. They were uh, they very were good, man. They yep. are. You could tell they tour a lot. They're very, you know, they get a lot done in a half hour. 
Now let's let's talk about the crowd a little bit. So obviously when we first got there for Zoonoids, there wasn't that many people there. Yeah, but no. By about the time Raging Nathan's came on, which was what about nine o'clock, something like that. Uh, the place was getting yeah, maybe. The place was getting pretty full. It was never nine like, nine thirty. I don't it know. It was never like packed. But when the queers played, I mean, it's a small room. It holds four hundred ish. Yeah, four hundred ish. Yeah. I bet you there was three hundred there when the queers played. Hmm. And I know Saturday night, which neither of us were able to go to, was sold out. Yeah. In advance. Yeah. So uh, no, there was a risk. And matter of fact, they were saying they did over two hundred on Thursday. Um, and the lineup really got exponentially stronger every day. Even though Flatfoot's a Southside band, they do they do pretty well. They draw pretty well. But uh, so no, I think turnout wise, the event was a, a real success actually. Yeah. Well, that's good. Which, which is good. I mean, I, I, I'm like I said. I, I know you know. I'm not even. I, we're happy to do any little part we can do it. It's not like we. It, it, but they uh, no, it did real well. So, I'm glad to have any little. I'm glad to have any little part in. Like I said, I take no. We you know we don't take any responsibility for that. But it was a good turnout. Yeah. So raging Nathan's. I didn't even go where I. I didn't stand by you guys. Actually, was standing to the left uh, towards the back. Actually. So I went right up front. For that, yeah. Yeah. With all those annoying. Oh, those annoying fucking idiots! Yeah, you know yeah. they were just having fun. They really weren't bothering me, except for when I got a fresh beer and it got crushed and I lost half of it. Um, they they were fine. It was, but yeah, I went up front for them. I went stage right, right up front. I, I thought you were back by Scott, kind of in the middle, back a little bit. No, I actually went to the left. I actually went to the bathroom and then walked around a bit to say hello to people and ended up on the left by the back wall, uh, by the side wall, actually, which I was a pretty good venue. You know, pretty good site. It, and it was nice to you know talk Josh a little bit. Of course, uh, it was uh, that was that's the thing with that, right? It's nice to see and be seen, and you know just mingle with people, and see people you don't see very often. Yeah, people saying hello. Yeah, it was good. Um, the I, I thought they were really good too, and uh, yeah, no, I, I have nothing nothing bad to say about those guys. They uh, like I said, you can tell they tour a lot. They're a well-oiled machine. Definitely, yeah. They do more in a half hour than a lot of bands do in an hour. You know, they just yep. knock it out. Don't be it. They don't really talk or anything. Just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. So, so no, they were cool. So, uh, hey, when you saw him last time, was Josh just singing or was he playing guitar too? He was playing playing guitar too. Okay. Yeah. I thought I saw pictures of him. I swear I've seen pictures of him where he was just singing. Maybe they have another guy who plays them sometimes or something. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, next so, next up next up is the band that I probably spent the most time socializing during. Even though they were a big draw, I wanted to see them. I'd never seen them. I know for you, you weren't really that thrilled, right? I thought they were bloody awful, to be honest. Um, it was Sack, yeah. and I loved the album last year. So I said, Cody, it, I, think, I think it was my Cody album of the year. The, Cody from the Lillingtons sings. He doesn't play guitar; he just sings. Right. Uh, this time around, I think it's kind of a rotating band, but Ray from Teenage Bottle Rocket was playing bass. Our, our lightning rod lately. Yep. Uh, was playing bass. Yep. And, and uh, I don't know who the rest of the band was. I, I don't. Uh, I don't know who the I other guys I are. Kind of, I think I'm maybe Facebook friends with the drummer. I should have tried to talk to him. I, mean, um, I saw them about a year ago, almost yeah. exactly, actually, up at uh, up in McHenry at that fucking uh, donut shop. But not at the no, Epic not donut Deli. shop. Epic Deli. Thank you, Epic Deli. And I really, really enjoyed them that night. But this one, I just ah, to me, it, it fell flat completely. Like they have. They come on stage. Uh, I wouldn't say props. It's not like a fucking carrot top or something like that. But it, 
but it almost is. He he comes improv. He, it's like all right now. I need you guys to act like you're working at the office. And I need you guys. To, yeah. I mean, I mean, he comes out with a beer cooler on wheels. Yep. Right, so you think he's going to be doing something with that? He has a mic cord that's like about five thousand feet long, which he's got <laughs> wrapped around his curled up, yeah, curled, curled up. up like so you figure he's going to go into the crowd or yeah. do like Stiv used to do and hang himself from the fucking rafters or something. You yeah. think he's going to do something with it? But he didn't do anything with it. I thought the sound was shit. I thought they played too fast. I just thought they were god awful. But huh. um, which is like I say, it was my album of the year last year. So. Uh, but it it's funny because Scott, Scott loved them. He thought they were great. I thought I enjoyed what I heard, but I got stuck kind of. And I say got stuck. It was, it was no big deal. I was I was socializing in the back a lot while they were playing. I don't. I might have been talking to Josh. I might have been talking to Jimmy or something. I don't remember who I was talking to. You might have been talking to your two Irish, two Southside friends. I believe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah. No, they were they were down front most of the time, but. Um, so and, I thought they were I thought they were good, but I wasn't paying much attention. Like I said, Scott loved him. You didn't, but at this point, I think you were starting to get tired. I, I kind of got the impression. Once again, I'm going to give you a hard time right now, and, and you can tell me tell me I'm wrong. But I kind of got the impression that you were sort of worn out already, and that you just weren't feeling it because all the bands to you at that point were kind of like, eh. Like you like, you like the Raging Nathans, but I think that's probably because you knew more of the songs, you know. But uh, I don't well, know. You just I'll didn't t- like you were in a position to receive the music. It was like it, you know what? Because I watched the live feed on Saturday, which we'll get to in a minute. Yeah. And it was like that on Saturday too. Oh. I'm I'm sorry. It's too much pop punk. It's too much band yeah, after band I, after band that all I sound do think the same. It could, could be mixed up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny. You know, I, I talked about going to see any heroes, and it's literally the show starts at five o'clock, and there's eight, count them, eight street punk bands. Yeah. And they should have swapped two of them out. Yeah, they should have swapped two, like two, two with T for T1 fast. Yeah, because I, I, you know what? I was actually praying on the Saturday because the Saturday was even more bands. I was yeah, praying it was nine, on the, It was nine bands. I was praying on Saturday that a ska band was going to come on. That's oh, how. On. That's how. No, fucking, that's not true. I don't believe that. No, it is. It actually is true. I was praying that be something that was slightly different, and that's why the Ball Weevils killed on Saturday night. Yeah, they're see, see, they're they're. I would call them. I wouldn't call them a pop punk band. No, they're, they're just not like a punk band, right? They're not. They're just a punk band, yeah. And they they killed because they were yeah. different than everything else that was on around them. Um, yeah. The same well, they the, just they kill anyway. I mean, they're a great. They're just a great band. Daryl is so physical and. Yep. Hey, you know, they're just they're a great band. But I think that's why I like the Raging Nathan so much on Friday. It's just because they were different than more of a straight up, straight up, punk. yeah, straight up punk band. Yeah. Um, well, like and Zach kind of is too, aren't they? What. I mean, Sack kind of is too. They don't really have like the big backing vocals and all that. Yeah, I just don't think they were very good that night. Mm. And like I said, I was expecting something of this. You know, the 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 beer thing that he rolled on stage and the the. It's just I don't know. I, I do wonder what the bad. point of the big long mic cord is. Yeah, if you're not gonna even go into the crowd. It was just, uh, I, yeah, I just didn't think it was very good. And I got into an argument with people online on Saturday about it because they thought the sack were fantastic. And I'm like, oh, you're, you're fucking crazy. Well, I'm you're, you're that, just liking that bands. Pop punk crowd, Neil, that pop punk crowd who's so devoted to pop punk, they're they're very myopic about it. They don't, they can't take any kind of criticism at all. Well, you know, I, it's just... I maybe it's an age thing, but you know, it's like it, you can have a favorite band. But maybe it's an age thing where you can realize sometimes your favorite band has an off night and they just simply oh, weren't very good. But as but it seems or, or to, sometimes you're having an off night. But it like seems said, it seems it that um, a lot of that crowd they cannot see that and they just because they've wanted to see this band for so long they're going to yeah. damn well enjoy it no matter how shitty they are. 
So I had me- that man. I remember at, at Punk Rock Bowling. I remember I I'd never seen Youth Brigade, and I was so excited to see Youth Brigade, right. and I just like. Man, they just really weren't very good. Right, exactly. And we're old enough to figure that it's out. It's kind of a bomb. It's kind of a bummer, right? Yeah, we're old enough to see And you have to, to, to be open minded, right? Because there was definitely bands that I wanted to see. There's always always is, and you're just like, ah, oh, they were just okay. And then you'll see a band that you didn't expect to be good, and they just blow you away. So yeah, well, exactly. For, for example, the Dwarves at Punk Rock Bowling. Right. We're like, wow. Yeah. Um. So even you know, I, I said I went to mud hunting the next night, and it was, and it definitely. Didn't kind of shitty. Well, it wasn't average. Shitty. Average. It just didn't sit. I don't like. I said I don't know that I was in the right mood to do it because mm-hmm. I was so worn down. But and then they uh, anyway. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll get into that a little bit later. So then, so you watched Sack and you didn't. You left before the cruise even started. Yeah, I was pretty much done by that point. Like I said, yeah. I'd been working. I'd been up since five, so I was pretty much done by that point. I had sure. an hour. I had an hour drive home, so I was just like, you know what, well, fuck this. I've seen the queers four times in the last year. And I, yeah. I don't think I even, you know, I don't, they're, they're fine. I just don't like them that much. So, sure. um, I was happy. I would, so I left. It was a good night. I enjoyed it. Um, now tell me about the queers. How, I mean, was it their regular set? Did they do their regular thing they always do? Um, you know, he says they don't use a set list and I'm starting to believe him because it was, it was kind of a very set, you know, it was good. I would, I would definitely call it more like a greatest hits type set. He's playing guitar. Again, so I think, guitar yeah. again. He's got that Italian guy who's an amazing guitar player, and he looks like a cover model for romance novels. <laughs> playing wow, bass. so that's so that's two people you've been in love with tonight. I two, guess, two guys. Man, yeah. I, I guess I didn't realize some of those band members I was attracted to. <laughs> I, a Cody with this big microphone cable. No thanks. Not my <laughs> not my type. Um, at one point they did. I I made, I made a mental note of the fact they did Cretan Hop early on, hmm. um, which is on the Rocket to Rush album, of course, which they covered, so that didn't surprise me. But then later, uh, Ray came out and sang The KKK Took My Baby Away. Yeah, which they did in uh, Logan Sport, didn't they? Uh, maybe, but yeah. not with Ray singing. No, not with Ray singing, but yeah, I think that was the... that Was, the, was, that, the one cover they did. was that the one B.A. sang with them? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, it was. Yep. It so was that, that, was, that was pretty cool, but I mean, you know, they played, you know, probably a little shy of an hour, hmm. and they knocked it out in typical... Queers fashion. I mean, it was a the, a command performance for them. No, but it was good. I mean, it was. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I, I've seen them a lot, you know, more yeah. than ten times, of course. Um, but you know, you're talking about that with like some bands. Even if you really like them, like I love Ministry. I've seen Ministry probably fifteen times, but there's been at least like two times where I, I didn't really enjoy it. I just didn't think they're on, you know. Yeah. So it does it does happen. Um, yeah, it was the same way with Buzzcocks. I mean, I've seen the Buzzcocks play. I saw the Buzzcocks play like twelve times, and mm. it was a couple times. I saw them at Metro in Chicago when they were touring oh, yeah. some of those later albums, and they just didn't. They mm. didn't really connect at all. And it, like I say, I think maybe that's uh, that you can realize that and understand that. Maybe it's yeah. a thing that comes with age, and you just social not, distortion is another one too, where I've seen them a couple times when I didn't think they were all that great, and most right. of the time I love them. Going, going through the I, motions towards the end, yeah. I only saw the Buzzcocks one time, Neil. It was outside at Riot Fest at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I thought they killed it. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. But, I mean, it was a joke, obviously. Yeah. It was not what you want. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the crews were, crews were good. They were fun. So did you go out drinking afterwards, or did you pretty much go ho- home so to the hotel? we've been joking about these Southside guys. I, I met these Southside guys. Where did I meet them the first time? At, uh, at Dead Boys. Oh, Dead Boys out at the Brower yep. House. Yeah, Brower House, yeah. But these are a couple of Southside guys. Um, I think they're 
Jeff and Mike, I think their names are. I got I got their numbers finally after all these times of hanging out with them and drinking with them. Um, but they uh, they go to a ton of punk shows. They're around my age, you know. I think one of them's like fifty one, one of them's like forty six or something. And I keep running into them, and we just we just have a good old time. And uh, yeah, so I don't know if they listen or not. So shout out to Jeff and Mike. They seem they seem like super nice guys, but the one guy whenever I see him, he looks like. Um, <laughs> They both got the hat, like the old old punk hat, old band punk hats. Uh. But the 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 one guy, it's it's like it's like from an old um, a silent era movie where the villain has like the has like the fake beard put on. The one guy, his beard looks like it's a his fake beard, beard that's real, strapped man. to his face, like from an old fucking ti- old timey movie. That's what it, that's what his beard looks like for some reason. I can't his, figure it out. Whenever his I see beard him. is real, I'm, I'm sure it, I'm sure it is. But I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Maybe it's because yeah. it's so thick above his lip or something i don't know it just looks like it's a fake strap-on beard um, well i'll tell you what you know it's it's um yeah he's very irish i think but we uh sky was pretty worn out at the end of the night we went next door because mm-hmm. they always throw you out of the venue and we had one more beer, but he he pretty much had to force his down. But I I, I it was rare to go. I was I would have hung out with those guys all night. But oh, that that walk between Reggie's and the Ho Chi Minh Hotel that we stay at, <laughs> yes, is we've never had a problem with it. But there's a couple of rough blocks there, and it just seemed like it was a better idea for both of us to go at once, not just me stumbling at yeah. three a.m. No, there, agreed. You know, which That's I've it. done, by the way. But that, uh, dude, so, well, yeah, let's talk more, about that. Let's talk about that a second. All the quits, and uh, like I said, I changed numbers of those guys. They're coming down for any heroes. So, <laughs> but I got Mark. So Scott's not come. He actually Scott and his kid are coming to Anti Heroes, but they're coming separately. But Mark's coming down from Milwaukee from the DUIs to meet me. So he will be able to match me. We'll be. Uh, we'll probably be some hurting dogs Sunday morning, but we'll see. Yeah, because Tom um, Scott's going to see some show at uh, Subterranean. I believe not yeah, Subterranean. It's a low, uh, uh, thingy bigger, lounge. Base. Uh, Jesus. Bottom lounge. Bottom lounge. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Some metal band, right? Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. That is not a, especially at night after midnight. That is not a great neighborhood at all. Over there by the L tracks, it's fucking not good. There's a lot of homeless. Once you get to the L tracks, it's actually you're kind of safe. Because then you're pretty much in Chinatown. It's that like couple of blocks. Oh, there's there's been any number of people shot in Chinatown just in drive-bys and stuff. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So what I was going to say was, so driving down to Reggie's, you go on South State Street. Yeah. And just a couple of blocks north of Reggie's, there's a big police station, which yeah. you know I always see, and that's how I know I'm getting close. Um, this time I'd heard about the migrants that were coming and staying by police stations, but I, you know, I obviously, you know, if you don't see it yourself, you don't really take it in, but Jesus Christ, outside the cop shop there, there's yeah. probably like 200 tents with like migrants tent yeah. sleeping, sleeping outside the, on the pavement outside of the cop shop there. Absolutely insane. There was like porta potties as people like selling, giving away water or whatever it was. I could not believe it that the city is in such a state. As, yeah, as we uh, we drove we drove by. You told us to drive by. We drive by. I don't know what to think about that, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to get into a big political thing or really comment on it. It's just it's not good. But don't. Well, here's the only thing I'll say about it. Don't set yourself up as a sanctuary city if you don't have anywhere sanctuary have for these people to go. Yeah. Just don't fucking yeah. do it. It's a virtue signal. Don't say, you know say that. Yeah, blah, exactly. blah 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 blah. Yeah, shut up. Talk All right, cheap, man. Talk is cheap, and you know what's not cheap? Putting up. 
homeless people. Yeah, yeah. So, All right, one of us got to play a song, buddy. So okay, so I'm we we we, we burned through T one fest so, so fast. Well, no, we, I've I've actually got to talk about t- night two. Uh, night three, because I did watch it on the uh, okay. live stream. So anyway, so um, I'm not playing any songs from T1 Fest. I am playing songs that I that I've purchased because we haven't talked about record buying recently. So, but these are all things that I've purchased. I purchased a lot of, um, you know, you buy one thing that you really wanted, and then you look in there in the catalog, and then there's other stuff that the record shop has, you know, in Discogs. That sure. you know, it's shipping is going to be free with the first one, and then yeah. they were nice and cheap. Like I got, um, what the fuck? What did I get? Do 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 do. I got something for three dollars, which was crazy, right? Oh yeah, you can you can pick up some stuff cheap still. Yeah, I got a um a Moral Crux album for three dollars. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, which on, one? on the back. Oh, I don't remember. It's, it's teenagers and something. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, um, I was a teenage teenager. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, sure. I don't have that one. If you don't like it, I'll trade you something for it. But it was $3, so I'm like, yeah, fuck, throw that in. I mean, for, you know, nothing. So anyway, I bought a lot of singles. Um, what I'm intending to do is things that I wanted or I saw in record stores when I was like 16, 17, in like mm. the late 70s, early 80s, and I couldn't afford. Back back before man landed on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was like things I wanted but could never afford, but now I can. So I got yeah. some, I got some singles like that. So one of them is uh, I'm going to play right now. This is by a band called The Flies, who I believe were from Coventry uh, around Richard's Way. I feel like way. you played them like years ago, like when you first started. Maybe, maybe. Um, this song is called Love and a Molotov blah, Love and a Molotov Cocktail, and it's a great song. It sounds very much like Wire, actually. But um, yeah, hmm. so this is The Flies with Love and a Molotov Cocktail. Take a 
that. So that was the Flies there with uh, their 45 from 1978, Love and a Molotov Cocktail. Jeez, we went like almost 30 minutes there between but, but, but when we didn't play songs. That's I crazy. know. Yeah. Do you want to play one now too? Just to get caught up? Yeah, just get caught up. We don't have yeah. to. We don't have to. I got to look at my list. I don't you had some things on here I'd never heard of before. You had two songs on here I've never heard of the bands. Well, I'll tell you what. You know what? I I I can play a... Yeah, I have two real obscure ones on there. Yeah, you do. And I'll tell you the reason for this. So, one of our listeners, David, who's really active on the Facebook page, he lives somewhere in the northwest suburbs. He's a Chicago-ish ish guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But a while back, he messaged me and said, hey, I found a... I was going through my records, and I got, I got a double of this double 7-inch. And you might, I think you might, might dig it. You want me to send it to you? I'm like, sure, send it to me. And I'll, I'll, I, I have such an abundance of records right now. I have a bunch of doubles. I have some really cool doubles actually. And I, I have such an abundance of stuff. I'm like, yeah, you send me something, I'll send you something back. So my thing is kind of, you send me something, I'll send you probably more than what you sent me, and I'll send you some cool stuff. Like he likes more kind of like hard edge stuff, you know, mm-hmm. anarcho stuff. So yeah, he sent me. This Yankee Wuss double seven inch, which I enjoy, female fronted, a little crusty, you know, punk band. Um, I sent from? him, I sent him a couple of like foreign, uh, like cool. I think Portland or something. He said, okay. He knew him from his when he was playing and so, stuff. Um, I sent him a, a couple couple things that were, uh, you know, a couple things I thought would be up his alley. And then as a joke, Neil, I also sent him the George Thorogood single. <laughs> like forty, like jukebox forty five. I had laying around, and and then he texted me recently again. Hey, I got I got some more stuff. You, you still, yeah, sure, man. Send it over. I'll send you some stuff. I got some. Like I said, I got some cool stuff to send that I'm willing to part with just to make room. And uh, so he sent me this Russian girlfriend's record, which I haven't had a chance to listen to, and this uh, other band called. Um, the pleasure heads which i think there's multiple pleasure heads because this band doesn't sound like the other one that comes up real quick on youtube when you look it up um this was a female band i don't know if they're all female or what but you know kind of an angry female band so yeah these these are songs inspired by seven inches these obscure seven inches that david sent me so anyway we kind of have a joke thing going on you remember when jake sent me some records a while back and it was like two live crew 12 inches and stuff yes yeah, I remember that. So, so like I said, now it's kind of become this pissing match of sending each other shit records. But as of right now, David is definitely the winner as he sent me the uh, Barbara Streisand Yentl <laughs> 45 <laughs> along with these punk records. So I'm really going to have to dig deep to uh, pay him back. I think it might be time for that double wham 45 oh. to finally leave my collection. I don't know, man. You you're a big fan of Wham. You sang it to me in that one brewery that one yes, time. Yes, careless whisper. That's Indeed. a good uh, junior you're very high. Excited, yes. Junior high dance song, Neil. You <laughs> never put your put your head on a young lady's shoulder in eighth grade and danced to Wham. Anyway, Guess so not. all right. So anyway, in that context, let's play this Yankee Wuss song. It's actually not on the seven she sent me. I was struggled to like you go on YouTube like the whole seven inches on there, the whole double seven inch. But the songs aren't split up. So this looks like it's from a tape or something. But both of these songs I'm going to play, these obscure punk songs, they sort of have like a vaguely religious theme, I guess. So this is Yankee Wuss doing Stigmata. Stigmata. <laughs> 
that is Yankee Wuss with Stigmata. Yeah, never heard of that band before. Yeah, there was two unknown bands on this. It was very, very well. I'm surprised. kind of trying to, you know, I, I it, the band thing is, it can be kind of a drag picking out songs every episode, but I need to stop making it be a drag and just dig deeper. You know? Well, you need to. Well, yeah, yeah you probably make it too difficult on yourself. I'm just playing things that I bought over the last. Yeah, month well, no, and I and I and I and I bought a ton of records too, and I yeah. could do that, but once again, it's nice to get into something a little more obscure. Well, it's nice to play new stuff for sure. Well, yeah. and, and 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 you know we, yeah, nice to play new stuff to where it's nice to play stuff where the, the bands can't afford to sue us. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, that was that was uh, yeah. Um, the uh, Yankee was Yankee was yes Yankee was stigma. So tell me about the streaming because I was at a show which I'll talk about too uh, after. But tell me about the streaming thing. You know how that. Because it was on Twitch or something. It was, it was on, on. It was on Twitch. Yeah. Which so, I don't even know what. I don't even really know what that is. I I only know about this whole thing because I think Heather said so. Heather, our friend Heather Wheaton. Yeah. Um, who was on the show last Christmas, and we'll probably have her on again this year to talk about. She's our. Year. She's our pop punk correspondent. The pop punk maven. Yes. The pop punk yes, queen. Pop punk maiden. Uh, maiden. I am maiden. Um. Yes. So she had she's told the me Margaret that Margaret Thatcher of pop punk. <laughs> She should be so lucky. Um, so, I <laughs> say uh, I've lost my train of thought now. Yeah. So she had told me that she was originally gonna gonna come to to T one Fest. Yeah. But she didn't. So she said, "I oh, keep hoping she shows up because I can't imagine where else our paths are ever gonna cross." So right. Heather, you should come one of these years. So she said, um, "Even you know, though you're associated with a different podcast, we'll forgive you." Yeah, we'll forgive you. Um, she said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the live stream." So I'm like, "Oh, okay, a live stream, eh? That's that's weird." So what's that on? And she said, "It's on Twitch." And I'd heard of Twitch before, but I'd never I'd never used it. So it's like, like for that. video gamers, right? It's like something that video gamers use to communicate or something. I think apparently originally. But I think much like like YouTube originally was for one thing, and now it's now it's you know worldwide and for something completely different. Just like Amazon used to just be a bookstore, right? And then now, what, what now was, it's everything. What was YouTube originally for? It was for just you just post your own stuff up there. Oh yeah, that that that's what it was originally, like bloopers and shit, you know. Sure. And then little but little, it took over the world, just like Amazon, right? Bookstore, yeah. and now it sells everything. And, sure. Um. But anyway, so yeah, so Twitch does these live streams, and that's what this was on. So I thought about going on Saturday, but I don't know. I, you know, Friday, Friday, I had a lot of fun, but I didn't really want to drive down to Reggie's again on a Saturday. It just seemed and you like would either, you would either have a drag lower down there with you or go by yourself, or right? Whatever. And, it, and it was early too because there's nine bands. I think, I think yeah, those were started four. like five o'clock. Yeah, or four yeah. or five. Yeah. So I, was, I went out to dinner instead and did some other stuff. And then when we got home, I was like, oh, let me see if I can get on this live stream thing. Um, we actually went to a really cool Irish pub in the city I'd never been to before. So that What's was that actually called? a bonus. It was called O'Shaughnessy's. Hmm. And it must- I, should have, you should, I asked my south side buddies about it. They know every Irish pub in the city. That's well, on the north side. They probably wouldn't know. They're not, they're not allowed north, <laughs> they're not allowed north yeah. of Reggie's. Uh, so, yeah. you know. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it was it was authentic little place, and they must show soccer games um, because there was a bunch of drunk menu fans in there all singing in the corner, which was oh, very geez. odd. Yeah, sounds amazing. They were old too; they were older than me, so that huh. was that was pretty funny. Um, anyway, so after we got home from there, I was like, yeah, let me see if I can get this uh, the live stream, and sure enough, I just had to sign up for Twitch. So you you, to, you know it was like an app. Yeah, or? you download it. You download it. 
And Are you then, download it on your television or on your phone or what? Actually, yeah, I did. Actually, I, I first I did it on the phone, and then I'm like, oh, I wonder if I can get it on my Apple TV. So on the Apple TV, sure enough, there was a Twitch app on the Apple TV. So I ended up watching it on my on my big screen. So that was really easy. I mean, you can cast your phone on your screen, right? Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But this was this was this was a native app on the Apple TV, so I was able to watch it right there. And the quality is actually remarkably good. Reggie's does a really good job of that stuff. The sound was was great. Reggie's like, you know, because they liked the cause. I think they were. I got the impression from Jimmy that, that Reggie's had been really throwing in the extras and really taking care of them better than probably your average touring band, right? Yeah. So before I get into the bands, there's just a couple of pieces. I, you know, Jimmy and Joe, you did a great job. The whole event was yeah, fantastic. It was, it, was it was smooth. There was just two pieces of advice I would give. To, well, yeah, two pieces of advice. No so, more 8-inch records. No, yeah. that. Well, it, it was funny <laughs> that he admitted to us that that was a mistake. Well, I mean, did he? I, I don't know. It was he just did. a weird thing they did. No, he did because he said people can't play it. Oh, he said they. He said they heard me. They heard me talking about the eight-inch and picture disc, and sure enough, people are having a hard time playing the damn thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so there's two pieces of advice I would give you. So to raise more money, there should have been T1 Fest merch there. There should have at least wasn't been a, there some. Did we just miss it? I didn't, sure there any, I didn't see any. I didn't see any. Well, they were doing a silent auction and stuff, but I never saw it. Did you? No. Well, no, I well that was around the corner there in the silent auction, whatever. But there should have been T One Fest T shirts. There should have been. Well, yeah, I mean you're probably right, but because they could have when they're raising money for a good cause, they could have sold those for thirty bucks with the band names on the back, yeah. a cool logo on the front, like they did for punk rock bowling, and they sure. could have they could have sold a shit ton of them. And okay. um, so I, I, I accept should, that. I they accept should that do person. that for next year, and then the live stream. Dudes, this shouldn't be free. The live stream should have been at least, you know, some token amount to watch the live stream. Five bucks or something. Five bucks, two bucks, five bucks or something. But make some money off the live stream because there was really no – it was such good quality. There was really no reason for anybody to go. You know, was there? Was there? Well, it, it, that's not the same. You know? I no, mean, I, no, you know. I, I'm, oh, no, but I'm just saying. If you were thinking of, if you were thinking of traveling in for it or something, and then we're like, oh, I could just watch it on my TV. So people did travel in, though. There were people, those those obnoxious guys in the front there from, like, New York or New Jersey or something. Yeah, that one guy got thrown out, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That'll teach him. Yeah, that That'll teach him to try to have fun. Yeah. Well, well, then there was a girl there that come, came out with, like, a broken ankle, it looked like. So she was, oh, like, is that right? Real hobbling. Yeah, one of those two drunk girls up front. Ugh. So, um, But, yeah, so, so, so yeah. Was, I mean, there, was there, like, a... And I know we asked them about this when they were on. Was, was there like a website where you could go donate? Or I, I, I never. Yeah, they need, yet, they need to work on that on that part of this. If they want to raise more, money, make it a little more visible. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. If they want to raise money for this, they want to get a bit more serious about um, about the money raising part of it. And like I say, the live stream should have been five bucks. Listen, man, you go to freaking get a cup of coffee. They expect a tip. You can put a big old buck right up on that stage. Just let people mm-hmm. make requests like that's like the guy sitting in the corner of the restaurant with his acoustic guitar. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, I I spent like ten dollars in t- on acoustic guitar guys while I was on vacation. I would have thrown a couple buckets in the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you needed money for the fucking another beer, you would have taken it out of there. Just again. go make change, make change for a twenty. <laughs> I'm sorry, I only want to give you two bucks, but all I have is a twenty. And so, like like we said before, I would also vary it up a little bit. I wouldn't have it wall to wall pop punk bands. I would have a couple of other kinds of bands in there. Um, that, but that's just me. So, yeah. um, but anyway, so I, yeah, I, I joined in. But it's become a premier pop punk event. I will say, you know, people come in for it and it's, 
I don't know what are they fourth year now. It's getting pretty known, you know. I think people are. I think it's only going to grow, honestly. You can just make it a punk event. How about that? There you go. Yeah, you might get more people even. Um, These pop punk people think they are punk, Neil. Don't tell them otherwise. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sure, they sure they do. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I tuned in probably, I don't know, about 9 o'clock. So I missed, unfortunately, I missed the Stevens, who I was looking forward to seeing the oh, Stevens. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, but, but we, we, we played them before from Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just caught the end of the, I got about halfway through the Capcom Heroes set. And actually, they seemed to play a couple of new songs that sounded really good. Yeah, they said they got like a yeah. whole, well, they're working on it, right? We're going to do them. They yeah. said that when we had them on, yeah. Yeah. Um, Obviously, had the thousand guitarists as normal. They wouldn't fit yeah. on the stage. Um, like an they were they they were really good. They sounded great. They were tight as hell, and they, yeah, they were cool. excellent. Um, then they had after that. I was in time to see the uh, how did they put it? The um, oh, like the supergroup or whatever. Supergroup. Now they didn't explain this very well because when someone says supergroup to you you would assume it was just like a band made out of famous members of other famous bands, right? Well, once again, we're talking pop-punk famous, though, too. We're not talking, you know, Jack Bruce wasn't there. Right. No, but that's not what it was. It was like uh, the Methadones or the Riverdales did a 20-minute set. Well, it wasn't Meth- the Riverdales. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, no, it wasn't. Was. Ben Weasel was in the Riverdales, Neil. I know the Riverdales. Well, it wasn't the Riverdales. I mean, it was some of the guys in Riverdales. It was Danny, uh, Dan, Dan Vapid. Well, in that case, you can't see you saw the Buzzcocks because now you're arguing that you're splitting hairs now. Well, no, but, no, but I mean the, the the Riverdales were Danny Vapid and Ben Weasel and a couple of different drummers. That was the band. So there was a band playing a Riverdale set, but it wasn't the Riverdales. Okay, again, you're splitting hairs, but okay. Nah, I don't think so because it's those two guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Well, and they Every band be, that you go see then isn't the real band because well, none of them were the original as, fucking band. They weren't even being built as the Riverdales. It was like a super group playing a Riverdale set. No, that's what I'm trying to explain to All you. Right, You're, not listening to, I mean, You're I, not listening I, I, to me. You're not listening to me. It I, was the band that tours as the Riverdales. That's who was playing. Dude, there's no band. That, the Riverdales haven't played for 15 years. There's no Riverdales. There's I don't know why no you fucking. Why are you arguing with me about it? Well, you're saying you the didn't band see that toured as the Riverdales. They then the next band on the next band on was the Methadones. The next band on after that was the Teen Idols. And that well, was the, the band that played. The, same, the Methadones is also Danny Vapid. Yes, yes. And it was the Methadones that were playing. It wasn't a supergroup. That's what I'm telling you. Well, okay, it was the Methadones playing Riverdale songs. No, it was the Riverdales. A band called the Riverdales came on. And then the Methadones came on. And then I'm the Teen you, Idols came on. It wasn't the Riverdales. Game. For fuck's I'm sake, man. Stop. 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 Right. It was a band that called themselves the Riverdales. That's who played. Mm. And then the, the Methadones came on and did a Methadone set, and then the Teen Idols came on. But and didn't did the Methadones it. actually play? Yes. But they were a real band. I mean, they played a real set, the Methadones oh, did. You're killing me, dude. Killing well, I'm, me. I'm telling you, it wasn't the Riverdales. There's not, they're not calling them. They might, they might have said something where the Riverdales. Oh, but my they, God, man. Every man. band that you go see that's reformed, in that case, it isn't I mean, a real I band. I get that, you know, but this, they weren't calling them the – they weren't saying they were actually the Riverdales. If they were, they were joking. Anyway. Okay. But the Methadones were built. Like, they were built doing their own set, right? They were a, they were named beyond being the supergroup. Killing me. Anyway, there was, no, there was another supergroup band, too. I can't remember who it was now. But, yes, these bands actually the played. Idols. They played, yeah, the Teen Idols. And they played the, the full, uh, like, a 20 to 30-minute set as that band, right? Mm. So it wasn't a supergroup of, like, made up of, like, a bunch of different guys. You know, playing different songs. It was actually those bands playing, right? Mm. So that was that was misrepresented, but it was fine. It was interestingly enough. 
Um, I was a little burned out by the end. I didn't think the Teen Idols were good at all, which, again, I got into that. I don't that know with, them. I don't know their music. They they really shouldn't have bothered, to be honest. They It just wasn't well, very but, good. But once again, I'd like to know how many... Was it one guy from the Teen Idols? Was it two guys from the well, Teen Idols? Well, there was three people with Teen Idols jackets on, so I assume it was three people from the Teen Idols. Mm. I wonder who was playing the drums for the fake Riverdales. Yeah, I, I don't know. I had mm. no idea. This guy with long hair. How's that? Oh, there you go. There was no long hair members. That's not true. They actually all had long hair in the first album. Anyway, all right. So um, after them was the Bull Weevils, and they were great. They were the best band of the night, for sure. Uh, best band, actually, probably for, for the, the two days that I saw, uh, for sure. So they were great. They played a little bit too long, probably. They probably played about two or three songs too much. But uh, they were great. You know, he was in the crowd. Um, you know, they they just did a really, really good set. And um, then Teenage Bottle Rocket. And Teenage Bottle Rocket, you know, just played. So were you still awake at this point? Let's yeah. Yeah, I, did. I was. Yeah, I saw Teenage Bottle Rocket. But just did the regular set. I've seen them so many times over the last couple of years that it's, you know, they always do what they do very, very well, right? Like you said about um, Raging Nathans, they're like a well-oiled machine. So they just came out and did their thing, and they were good, but it was, you know, it was just a regular Teenage Bottle Rocket set. So, uh, yeah, the best band was the Ball Weevils. Um, did you, okay, did you see the Lillingtons, like the fake Lillingtons do a set or no? Because I'm, I'm reading a review of it right now. Okay. And it said, here's, this guy actually said something similar to you. He said, uh, when I heard about the special set featuring Danny Vapid, Cody Templeman, Phil Hill, and Keith Witt, I pictured it being a super group. They would all be up there together. That's not how it worked. Basically, it broke down into three sets. Lillington's River to Hills and Teen Idols. Lillington's came on first, played six songs. Oh, Lillington's. I'm sorry. I said Methadone's. Yeah, I meant Lillington's. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, because yeah. the Methadone's played a full set later. Yeah, okay. yeah, they did. Sorry, I got confused. Yeah. And then uh, Riverdale's up next. I don't want to get into the complications of this band, but originally a project with Danny Vapid and Ben Weasel. Ben Weasel was not present. Riverdale's last played on 2010. Anyway, all right. I see what they're doing. I see. I see, I see where the where you're kind of going with it. I still, like I said, I don't accept that as being a, a true Riverdale set, but nevertheless. Lillington's so when did the Methadones play? Then they played after the Supergroup. They must play. Yeah, after they did. The they played group. after. Yeah, yeah. They played after the Supergroup and before Ball Weevils. So that's so why Ball Weevils were second last. Yeah, they're a tough act to follow. So that at least I think they were second last. Oh, either that or the method. I think they were though. Oh my made, gosh, Neil! Oh man, let me look it up here. Let they made the, they made the biggest impression for sure because yeah. the Methadones after the Riverdale's set, you know, it was all kind of blurred t- together for me. Okay, it was Bull Weevils then Methadones, Bull and then Teenage Bottle Rocket. Okay, which it's good they got to give uh, Danny a break. So yeah, so that's so, so that's why I was confused. The Lillingtons were the first ones on in that supergroup yeah. set, and that's why I was still thinking that it was was going to be a supergroup, like it was going to be like Cody and maybe a guy from the Methadones so, and a guy from some other. So band. when the Lillingtons set was done, they all left, and a different bunch of guys came on, or some yes. stayed on. Uh, no, a bunch of di- no, because then the Riverdales came on. Huh. I don't know if you use the same drummer. I don't. I don't know. Bad eh, drummers. What difference does it make? Yeah. Right? So. Um, you know, and then and then the Teen Idols came on, and people were excited, I guess, to see the Teen Idols because they hadn't played in a long time. And I just thought they were are they are they from Chicago? Are were they a Chicago band? I wonder? No, I don't think so. Huh. And they were a, they were a um, they were excited, so they burst through their set, started their set off super fast, and then they burned themselves out 
because obviously they hadn't done it in a while. It just, I don't know. It just isn't. Uh... Teen Idols were a pop punk band from Nashville, Tennessee. There you go. Broke up in 2003, reunited in 2008. Huh, okay. But once again, I don't know how many actual of the guys were actually. Well, I think they were Breaking fam- up again in 2010, okay. I think they were famous for having leather jackets with the, with the name ty- uh, you know, ty- uh, painted on the back. And three of them had the leather jackets with the name painted on the back. So Radio assume- Buzzkills do that. Oh, the, yeah, but, but I'm just saying, I assume it yeah. was the original guys because they were fat and old looking. So, you know. Um, <laughs> there you go. But it was just, it was just, it was, it was confusing because it wasn't a super group, as you would say. It was just sets by, you know, mm, by, by three bands. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, Bull Weevils were great. Um, he was in the crowd. You know, he actually did use his long microphone cord and was in the crowd like he always is. And you was know. he not playing guitar? Who? Oh, Daryl! You're talking Daryl. Daryl, I'm Darryl. sorry, Daryl. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm talking Daryl. Yeah, Bull Weevil. Yeah. yeah, they were awesome. Uh, Methadone's kind of bored me, to be honest. They played. They yeah, played. I never super got into them either. They're okay. They played, never... they played too long. I mean, of the two, I mean, I know you're not saying it was the original Riverdale's, but the the Riverdale's set was much better than the Methadone set. Well, Riverdale's were pretty much straight Ramones worship. Yeah, I mean, like like not even trying to modernize it. Just yeah, classic. And then, like I said, TBL. But I wonder, did, so did Danny sing all the songs? He seemed, because, he, he seemed to, yeah. Well, because the Riverdale's originally, you know, they, it was every other song. Like, they made five albums and it was every other song. Ben would sing one, Danny would sing one. They made five albums? I think five, oh, yeah. Wow, okay. Their first one is, like, a, their first couple are definitely classics. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, anyway. Okay, so... So Anyways, the, did you make the, it to the end of Teenage Mutant Rocket? I did. Uh, well, no, I made it about halfway through. Then you fell asleep, or you just that, said screw it. I said screw it at that point. You know, like I said, I've seen him so many times over the past eighteen months sure. or something that I, sure. I didn't need to see him again. Um, but you know, they they do their thing and they do it very very well. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a, the standard thing they do. But yeah, like even though I only saw half the show, I like I said, man, I was praying that there was going to be something other than pop punk. Yeah, you know another pop punk. Maybe a rapper or something. <laughs> no, no, but like I said, if the selector or the specials had come on or something, I'd have been kind of excited at that point, just to break it up a little, or a, a psychobilly band or something, just to break up the constant, you know, three chord barrage mm. of uh, band after band. But you know, the from what I could see, because with Twitch, you know, you're watching it in the middle on on the screen, and then there's like uh, people commenting on the side. Oh, that's and uh, some of the people that we know. And they all seem to love it, but like, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I just don't think either they don't get out enough or they don't have. I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but you can realize if a band isn't playing particularly well, even if you like that band, it's fine to say so. Well, but you like know? the Teen Idols thing, I mean, they probably never didn't even hardly have time to practice. You know, it's not like they're a right. active band. You know, that's that's the way that's the way it seemed. That's the way it came across because they just yeah. they just really weren't very impressed. Yeah, I, so. I'm not, I don't know if I, I like that. That people commenting live I don't, I don't know but you know once again it's this this caters to that pop punk crowd right and it's you know and that's what they do and i, I you know i i think mixing it up is okay but they don't want to stray too far from the path because like i said i think it's going to keep keep growing if they stick with the the brand you know yeah i think though if if they just like i said branded as a as a punk festival it would do fine it might do better yeah. Well, yeah. they don't really brand it as anything, do they? I mean, they don't brand it as No, they pop don't. Punk they thing, don't. That's but, true, but you but like you're saying it's become known as like a pop punk thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, the, um, the thing with this year, it had a really solid lineup, but there was there wasn't like a. I don't feel like there was necessarily a band that is really going to get people to travel. Like if if like uh, I I I know they're friends with like the Mangies. Like right. if if they had a come from Italy, now granted the cost of that it's probably prohibitive too, but you know what I mean. There wasn't a band that you're necessarily going to cro- travel across the country for because they're all pretty accessible bands. That's very true. And so on that, like on the, the, the queers, I mean, I the mean, bottle rocket and the queers, yeah, yeah, they're always on the road. Yeah. So. Anyway, they, you know, onward and upward. I think this was their best one yet, turnout wise and everything else. I don't, I don't, I didn't hear what the totals were. I mean, I, I never really, I don't think I ever, we really asked them about the specifics of the money. But uh, yeah, I think it was a raging success. A raging Nathan's success. Yeah. The um, and you know, I was very impressed with the Twitch. Like normally, if it's a live stream, you know, I expect it to go down for a couple a minutes or whatever. Go, yeah, garbled sound, but there was none of that. Hmm. It was really good. There was multiple camera angles. Um, the only thing you didn't see or hear much of was the crowd. So mm. at first I said, "Wow, it's an, it can't be very full." But then I realized it was. You know, it was because you said it's it just, sold out, right? It's just so focused on the stage. Yeah, you yeah. Know, uh, you, and you, you couldn't hear the crowd at all, really, on the thing, which I guess is a good thing. But um, yeah, huh. quality quality wise, it was excellent. So yeah, so congratulations huh. on the on the Twitch uh, live stream. It was very good, but you should be charging for it. That shouldn't have been free. Oh. is what I would well, say. I'll tell you what. Why don't you play another song, yeah? Okay. So um, this is another one of those older singles that I purchased that I couldn't get back in the day because I couldn't afford it. Um, it was when is, it was a dollar. This is, yeah, well, you know, you would have guessed. Now he's paying 30 bucks for <laughs> I only got a pound a week pocket money. I could only afford one single, and that was going to be the jam or the Buzzcocks, right? There you go. Um, this is a band called the Leighton Buzzards. And uh, this song is called 19 and Mad, which was their first single, again from 1978. So, Leighton Buzzards, 19 and Mad. Thank you. 
digging deep here for you, the listener, this That's week, right. guys. Yeah, Lightning Buzzards. They got the they were their most famous song was uh, one called Saturday Night Beneath the Plastic Palm Trees, which was mm. like a minor hit in England. But, it was uh, not a minor hit here. <laughs> no, I I'd, ima- I'd imagine it's it was. It was sub minor. <laughs> yes, wasn't even released. Um, but yeah, so uh, mm. yeah, it's good. That's a good single. Though. So uh, so yeah so that was uh, that was T one fest. Congratulations to GME and Joe. You put on another good event. Um, yeah, and hopefully your album will uh, be recorded and come out soon, so we can listen to the new songs. That will be good. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I'm sorry I missed the Stevens on the on the uh, Twitch thing. I would have liked to have seen them. Yeah, there was man, so many bands on Saturday. Yeah, that that would be my thing. Is like maybe try to level out Friday and Saturday a little more. But, yeah, that, uh, that's true. Yeah, nine bands. But is I think a it's lot. just the way it worked out. You know, I'm sure it's a constant juggling, constant pain in the neck to try to get the pieces all in place. Yeah, well, and and I'll say that as well. That was fantastic. The bands uh, all seemed to come and go like really fast. You know, there was no yeah. long breaks between. Oh, that was something that annoyed me. That's right. I wanted to say that about a hospital job. They did like a fucking twenty. You were out at the car at this point. I think you yeah. were putting the records in. They did like a twenty minute um, sound check. I don't know how you can do that when you only get a twenty-five minute set. It's like you're a fucking pop. It's like you're a punk band. Just get up there and fucking play. Nobody cares. I, yeah. I thought that was ludicrous. They they had a longer sound check than any other band that I saw that day. So there mm. we go. Um, yes. So that was it. So so, uh, so we got up Saturday morning and went to our favorite uh, fake Irish pub for lunch that we always go to in a in a lovely town called Lansing, Illinois. Neil, don't know it. Never no, very no. much to know. Lansing, Lansing, Illinois. Hmm. Where's that? It's on, our, it's on our way home. We go there all. We go there all the time. Hmm. Um, and so you know, we 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 were in good shape. It wasn't like we were beat up or hungover or anything. But we uh, drove home, and then I had to get home, and I had to like a couple hour window to pack my bags to go on vacation. And then uh, we were back at our little club here in town to see Mud Honey, which I had tickets for months ago. Like literally I bought them in the spring, I think. So sold, sold Pyramid out. Scheme? Pyramid scheme, yeah. Okay, Only holds cool. four hundred and twenty people. Yeah, yeah. Sold out. Um so we we went to that. And once again I, I felt like I feel like I was kind of in a bad place too. I like I wasn't really in a great headspace. I just was tired and Yeah yeah. And and kind of like, ugh, what am I doing here? The opening band was a band called Hoover Three. Which mm. is spelled like Hoover with three small eyes behind it, which is a horrible name, obviously. And they were like these young, long-haired kids playing like classic rock or something, but like real aggressively. <laughs> okay. I don't even know what it was. Like I didn't think they were bad, but I didn't enjoy it at all. Yeah. That seems uh, like a strange opening band. Did they know the club one, owner or something? Only one opener, which is merciful, right? Because even if you got two half-hour openers and you got the setup time in between and whatever. So they came out right at 8. They were done at 8.45, which was too long. Hmm. Um, and then speaking of long setup time, same with Mud Honey. It's like they already sound checked. They already had their stuff on stage. The opening band basically had like three feet at the front of the stage. You know, <laughs> that's funny when they do that, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, uh, so the empty drum kit taking up so, all the stage. Yeah. So it took like thirty-five minutes for them to get on, which I was just like, I just I want to go home and get in the car and sleep and drive through the night. Um. But once they came on, they they were they're a powerful band, man. I really I really mostly enjoyed it. Uh, the crowd was old, <laughs> like a lot of people. They're older than me, hmm. and you know the thing is, you know, like I'm a 50 year old guy, right? But I don't dress like a 
suburban dad. <laughs> True enough. And these guys, they just, they didn't, they look like they were lost or something. With a lot of dockers with it. Just white and... hair and just, you know, just like, yeah, just, you know, yeah, new, the New Balance crowd, you know? New Balance, okay, yeah, the white New Balance, it, the big puffy just, white New Balance. And they just seemed like they didn't know where they were, and I'm just like, oh, I'm sure they're telling their kids about how they went to the hood to watch a <laughs> band play, you know? And it just, it, it, it sort of irritated me. Like, they weren't really trying to do anything to irritate me, it's just like they just didn't know what they were yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I should. No, I get it. And it was it was weird, and there was some younger people there too. But it was uh, it was an older crowd, and they you know they played all their classic stuff, and everybody kind of really got into it. And then they played a bunch of newer songs that were really like harsh leftist politics stuff. And I think they were just kind of sitting there rubbing our heads. <laughs> um, but no, it, it was fun. I was glad to see them. I, once again, a band I'd only seen one time before, and it was out in a field in you know Riot Fest. So who who from the original band is still live in the band? I'm not sure. I think it's most of them still. I know Mark Arm, the main guy, is still the singer. Hmm. That's the thing too. They play this like violent, fuzzed out music, and he talks to the crowd like a like a. You know, I wrote a review of it. I said he he talks to the crowd like an NPR DJ. <laughs> it's not like hey, you guys ready to rock? It's like hello, Grand Rapids. You know and. Uh, and now first time the they never played there. Thirty-five years they've been around. The first time they ever played GR. Huh? It's funny because Bad Religion played the next night at a bigger club, and there was a good crowd for that too—a real enthusiastic crowd. I didn't see it, but Scott and his kid went, and that was the first time they played Grand Rapids in forty-three years. I mean, they'd never played before. Hmm. And I'm like, you guys need to come. We're we're star for good entertainment over here. We'll show up. We'll buy tickets. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it's funny. Two bands. So so bottom line is, I enjoyed Mud Honey, but it wasn't like it, it didn't knock me on my feet or anything. You know, it was good, but it wasn't amazing. Um, so yeah. I don't even know if I could name one one Mud Honey song. Touch me, I'm sick. Nope. Uh, here comes the sickness. No. <laughs> do they do any songs that aren't about sickness? Sweet young thing ain't sweet no more. <laughs> nope. Um. In and out of grace. Oh, they, it's just, oh, I don't know a single one. Well, that's the funny thing because like all the early songs are like these raw sort of sexual songs, and then they kind of now do these sort of lightweight left wing punk sloganeering songs. It was kind of weird, actually. Hmm. Like I said, they kind of lost the crowd towards the end, and then but then they came back and did a killer killer encore. Sucky Dry, remember Sucky Dry? No. Um, Blinding Sun. Oh man. I, Anyway, I guess no, you had to the, be there in the early 90s. Yeah, none of that grunge stuff really did much for me at all. Well, I saw all those bands, you know, except for Nirvana. Right. I, I saw all of them multiple times, and I, I, it was, you know, I, I liked the movement for the most part until it got watered down. It was like anything else, you know. The first wave, like Mud Honey, Soundgarden, like that, was pretty decent. But then, of course, there was all these pretenders, and it got watered down until it was just became Third Eye Blind or whatever. Were you a, were you a Nirvana fan? Um, I'm modest. I have, you know, I got all their stuff on CD. I got Nevermind on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hmm. But, like, yeah, I mean, that, was, that came out the year I graduated. I mean, that was a big record. That was kind of like our... That was a huge record, yeah. It was kind of like our Back in Black or something, you know? It's just like that record that you you knew every song on. Yeah. Let's do it over and over again. So, yeah, no, so, so that was cool. But, yeah, then I went home, and we literally, I jumped in the car, and we took off and drove through the night. So I was... Uh, I, it was. I was like I said. I was not in the best 
best headspace to watch it. But it was good. It was, it was so glad we did it. You know, I got the. I'm coming to Chicago next weekend. I'm going to go see the Antiheroes, and then I'm going to go see the Doors on Sunday night. And I actually think there is going to be one more show on Grand Rapids at the end of the year. But I mean, that was it. Like, I don't have anything else on the calendar. Yeah, it's a slow. Uh, it's a slow. Considering time. how much of a cluster the fall was yes. in general. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm and the then same of course, way. like January, February, are always slow months in the upper Midwest. So. Yeah. I did end up buying some Gary Newman tickets, Neil. So we'll see about that in March. Now I'm very impressed with you for that. Now who who's uh, Gary Newman playing with? Um, he's headlining. Oh, he is because I think in Chicago he was playing with, was playing with Ministry. Ministry, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a big tour. It's Ministry. It's Gary Newman. It's Frontline Assembly. Frontline Assembly is sort of uh, oh, like Nine Inch Nails before they went so metal, or like Ministry before they went so metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of old like industrial kind of music they're pretty they're they're cool i mean i i don't need to listen to them a lot but they're cool and then yeah i'm curious to see gary newman so the ministry show is playing in detroit but they're not doing grand rapids so the yeah the two openers are playing a club show over here in grand rapids so yeah i'm looking forward to it i'm gonna i'll will bone up on my uh gary, gary newman, newman so i know one song other than cars <laughs> when i go see him now so where are they where, where's that playing uh, it's playing at the intersection downtown, a room of about 800. Because I believe Gary Newman, obviously, with all his synths and stuff, I believe he's got a pretty big sound. You know, it takes I'm, a lot I'm of- looking forward to it. You know, it's funny because it's, it's not a punk thing by any stretch of the imagination. But, uh, yeah, it would be interesting. I got, like I said, I already got the tickets for that. So Yeah, his, his, uh, his early stuff with Two-Way Army was punky with a synth, and then the synth yeah. took over, right? So he came from that He came from that background, for sure. Yeah, and, I, and I'll, I'm and i sure I'll, like I said, I'll hit you up. You, you made a couple recommendations. I'm sure I'll hit you up again for uh, that Replicas album is like the big one, right? Yes, yeah. The big pre-Cars stuff. That was um, uh, that was yeah that was his first his first solo record after the Two Boy Army and Our Friends Electric was the big hit with Two Boy Army so mm. yeah good stuff so, but he's but he's one of those guys that's released about thirty albums since no, then great. that like nobody has <laughs> well he has some he has some uh, loyal like super rapid fans mm. but uh, you know most people haven't paid attention for the last thirty years and that's all they'll be going to see will be Cars and Our Friends Electric probably well it'll be interesting it will be interesting to see if they. So it's a headline set. And I assume when he plays with Ministry, he's you know he probably gets forty five minutes. He's probably doing a best of set. It's I like imagine. I, it's yeah. like when I saw Ministry open for freaking Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper. And Ministry played an amazing set. Like their opening when they were opening, their sets way better because they don't play a lot of crap. You know. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting. But no, I'm looking forward to it. It's a Monday night in March, so it could be disastrous. But no, that, uh, no that actually sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like a very interesting. Yeah, it should be cool. Interesting set, yeah. Um, show, I mean. So anyway, I so I picked a Mud Honey song to play. I was gonna play like "Touch Me I'm Sick" or something, which was literally like the first grunge single from '88. But Mud Honey does some pretty cool punk covers. They do "Fang," the money will roll right in, and they do uh, a pretty killer version of the Dicks song "Hate the Police." So let's play Mud Honey, "Hate the Police." Gotcha.
okay, but honey, there with that cover of "Hate the Police" originally by the Dicks. Now, do they do that fast, or do they? Do they Dicks like, from Texas. Yeah. I'd say about the same. About the same. Okay. Just a little sludgier. So, so looking, looking at when you're coming into Chicago. So Saturday. So that's a week Saturday, right? Um, yeah. Anti-heroes, the Prowlers. Who I have no idea who they are. They're from Quebec. Any good? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's Neil. You know what it is. You you know what it is, style wise. You know. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, really, it really is ridiculous. What's we'll he? One, two, three, four, five, six, eight seven, bands. eight. No guard, lost legion, old salt, fighting for scraps, antagonizers. Fighting for scraps ATL. is from Chicago. Yeah. Now you've seen antagonizers, right or no? No, I've I've never seen him. When we had him on the show, right? But yeah, I'm super looking him. forward to that, man. Yeah. I listened to I just listened to the album the other day again, and I still love it. It's I just love them. I, I think they're great. So Fair City, obviously, the guy, the whole band looks like Scott. You know, they're all big, <laughs> bald-headed guys. Um, then the Prowlers and then Antiheroes. So, yeah, it's a shame that Noise had to drop off the bill because I was yeah. really looking forward to seeing them. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to go to that. We shall see. Um, four o'clock doors. What time are you going to go, you think? We'll probably try to be there by five by the time the band started, I would think. But Okay. Yeah, that's a lot. So I, I, I don't know. You know, Mark's up in Milwaukee. Um... I don't know how far it is down for him, an hour and a half, two hours maybe, but he's got to go through the city. Right. That's the thing with me going to the south side. I don't have to go through the city. Right. No, that's true. Yeah. Um. So I know he was a big fan of that first, or not the first, I'm sorry, the American Pie album too, like when he was in high school. So it'll be fun. And Mark will be able to keep up with me, I think, as far as, because <laughs> like I said, we went, we went over after the, T1, we went over to the other side, and Scott had had it, but I was still raring to go, but I mean, it's probably for the best. I mean, it's probably better that I said screw it and you know called it a night, but I think I could have sat there with the Southside guys till 2.30 in the morning or something. Yeah, I don't know how you do it, because you've been drinking since, you probably got probably in there at like for, 2. Probably for death the next day, but... You'd probably got in there at 2 p.m., so you'd been drinking since eh, 2 p.m. Yeah, maybe, maybe 3. It wasn't quite... It, eh, it wasn't... But yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, we've been there a long time, but we're just yeah. drinking beer. It's not like we're... <laughs> it's barely even drinking. Yeah, just drink a beer about just 20, 24 style. to 30 old styles. It's you, never had a, you never had a friend that's like a serious alcoholic? I'm like, oh, I'm not even drinking. When they didn't drink liquor, they don't even consider it drinking. <laughs> yeah, they'll like, consider it serious. Yeah, yeah. Like beer is yeah. just like, like orange juice or something. It's like a wall uh, of empty beer cans. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm like three in and I'm fine. Well, I'm you done. know, we had, our, we had our annual Halloween party last night. We've been doing this. We've been living in this house for 21 years, I think. And we live in a great trick-or-treat neighborhood. I know I've told the story before, but every year we have a party. We make homemade pizza, and Scott and his wife came over. My friend Chad and his wife came over. Uh, my son and his wife and my baby my baby granddaughter came over. And, uh, you know, it's just it's a great time. My kids are all here. And, you know, we just my parents came over. And it, it's, a, it's a fun time, but I have so many returnables. We have a 10-cent, we have a 10-cent deposit here. Hmm. Nice. Like I think I think my daughter. I'm gonna grab Addie because she's always needs some money, and we're just gonna like go to Meyer and take all these cans back, make like fifty bucks. So did he get many trick or treaters? Yeah, we got a lot. We always get a lot. It's okay. always busy. Matter of fact, we ran out of candy. We turned off the light. Because I was wondering if because of the shitty weather. Because you made snowed here yesterday, right? And it snowed. Listen, man, today, these kids don't care. It sucks for the parents that have to walk <laughs> the little ones around, but. Yeah. What sucks because they, they they plan their costumes all year, and then they can't wear their costumes. They got to wear a big coat over it. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel exactly. bad Some for them. You know, boots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I, I'll tell you what, Neil. I'll, I'll give you a real brief rundown of my vacation. I mean, I don't need to get super. It was the first time my wife and I have gone away with just the two of us for a long time, 
we renewed our marriage for another year. We decided to stick it out for at least one more year. <laughs> That's nice. Well, it's funny. We, we've done a lot of traveling. Obviously, I've been to Dominican this year. Yeah, you have. Yeah. You know, we went with the schoolcrafts to uh, uh, Tybee Island, Georgia, and all that. But uh, it's the first time with just the two of us went. So it was nice. It was nice to get away. And you know what? It was the first time we really spent any extended amount of time in the condo where it actually felt like, oh, this is ours now, you know? So that was that was nice. And, uh, yeah, the weather, dude, in South Carolina, 75, 78, full sun every day. It was amazing. Gorgeous, yeah. It was hard to come back, actually. And on the way down, we went through the Outer Banks of North Carolina, which is like this weird little strip of land in North Carolina that has like wild horses and stuff and more multiple million dollar houses per square mile than I've ever seen in my life hmm. but yeah we went on one of these tours I actually had to pay for the tour we rode on this big four wheel drive thing and they took us around to find the wild horses which I gotta tell you they're not that wild you really want to see them like frolicking on the beach but they just are grazing in people's yards and stuff it's, <laughs> it's, it's wild man <laughs> Wow! People just live on the sand dunes. There's not even hardly streets out there. It's just it's 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 a weird weird scene. But these horses, Neil, they're like ninety five percent pure sixteenth century Spanish stallions. Wow! They don't let the they don't let the regular horses interbreed with them. But they just look like little horses standing around eating people's grass. So the racist horses is what you're saying? Well, yeah, they don't <laughs> yeah they don't allow domestic <laughs> they, horses to they, they only mess with their own kind. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we, we had a real we had a real nice vacation. I didn't do any. I, there's one record store in Myrtle Beach, and it's just not that great. But I did buy Cheap Tricks Greatest Hits double clear vinyl. Oh, there you go. How were the prices? Not good. Not good. No. Um, but it's 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 just it's, you know I, I was talking to the guy at the counter, and I said you know I'm always looking for older punk stuff. He's like yeah, it just doesn't last long if we get it in you know hmm. it's, it's it's pretty much a classic rock graveyard yeah, like yeah. most of these places are but they have some new stuff it's it's one of those things i pretty much go there every time because uh we we wanted to do a day trip down to charleston which i think had a couple of decent record stores but we just didn't man it was so nice you know if you get a rainy day you're looking for something to do or even like doing work around the counter or whatever but it was just so nice man we just soaking in the sun so i'm you, tan you know i'm so tan is it right on the beach yeah, yeah, right. So you, your condo, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. If you leave the door open, I mean, you can hear the. You know, we watch the TV. The waves are just roaring. Oh, that's nice. What yeah, no, it, was, it was real cool, man. It was real. It was a really. Uh, it was a good, good trip. Uh, had a couple little kid incidents, but nothing. You know, nobody ended up pregnant or in jail or. <laughs> the boys, you know, my my younger son's nineteen now. The boys, you know, they they're getting into MMA. And it gets him in trouble because one of the kids, uh, I think they were drinking, and one of the kids got his lips split open really bad and bled all over the place. When you say into MMA, you mean you're watching it on TV? or they start Watching it on TV, but when you're 19 and you're sitting around with your buddies watching MMA, what inevitably happens? <laughs> you start freaking throwing each other around and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, your son was a wrestler too, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's, yeah, and it comes back to you real quick when you, Get in the wrong situation. So yeah, there's a big blood stain on the wall still downstairs. Jesus, my wife hasn't had the heart to clean it up. But yeah, it's good, clean, fun, man. You know, listen, boys will be boys, right? Boys will be boys. That's true. I mean, we used to, uh, you know, we used to have boxing gloves on the front yard and stuff like that. So really, oh yeah. I, I still think I could scrap, but I think I'm only good for like 30 seconds because I don't have any lungs. Well, for you to fight the neighbor, the, the neighbor, whoever, man, whoever, <laughs> whoever wants to come and fight, whoever's in front of me won't get out of my way in the left lane. They're ready to fight. 
So, well, anyway. there we go. That was that. Well, um, I might, I might talked out, Neil. Holy cow. Yeah, you, uh, okay, I got one more song. You got one more song left. So right. I'm going to play. So this was something that Richard White actually posted a picture of this album. Um, early 80s English punk band called One Way System. Don't know if you've ever. Yep, I know the name. I yeah. don't know that I've ever heard them. So he posted a picture of that album, and I thought I had it. And then mm. I went looking for it, and I didn't find it on my shelf. So either I loaned it to someone, or somebody stole it, or I lost it in one of my many moves or something. So um, I bought it again. I bought a repress, like on clear vinyl, and uh, it's really nice. good. I'd forgotten the quality. What's the What's the label? Is it Puka Bomb? It. Um, it might be. Hold on a second. They love doing all that old uh, English stuff. Well, it might be Captain Oi. I'm not sure. Ah, Captain Oi's good too. Yeah, but those are pricey imports. Puka Bomb. It's a domestic. Yeah, this I mean this was only twenty bucks, so you know, not bad at all. I doubt it's Captain Oi then. Yeah, one way system. Hold on a second. Do, do, Meanwhile, you're do, not going to grab the record. You're looking up on discogs. Right? I'm looking up on discogs. Yeah, it's called All Systems Go. Is the album, and mm. it is oh, it is on Captain Oi. So there oh, you it go. is okay. Yeah. Right. So uh, yeah, reissue clear vinyl. So I'm going to play probably their best known song from that. This song's called Jerusalem. Which uh, you might know or you might not. But anyway, yeah, one-way system. Great great place to vacation, buddy. Great place to vacation. Yes, especially right now. Jerusalem, one-way system.
one way system there with Jerusalem off their album All Systems Go. So I'm looking cool. at the I'm looking at the Loud Pizza website right now. So so whether or not you come to the show on Saturday is entirely up to you. I hope to see you. It'll be fun. Like I said, Scott and his kid are going to come. Mark and I will be there. I know it's a lot of money to kind of just hang out, but if you want to come out, cool. If not, maybe we'll be chill with the roof for a beer if you get down or whatever, whatever you want to do. But so were you thinking about Dwarves on Sunday or were you not thinking about that either? I was just looking at that at Reggie's. So opening up is direct hit, I see. Yeah, from middle of Milwaukee. Yeah. We are going to that too. Mark's buddy plays drums for direct hit. Hmm. But I was looking at the anyway. I'm looking at the loud pizza thing. So it's the free dwarves in store on Monday, which will be Neil's debut as DJ. I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to join you on that. <laughs> but you know what? It, it, it's funny, man. It's a complete That's misnomer. That's going to be a cool event, dude. I, I really am, am bummed out that I can't be there because I just think it's going to be cool. Nick Oliveri never really plays with the dwarves anymore. At you least know, out here. But like DJ sounds like such a like back in the day, you'd be actually there spinning records and stuff like that. You can this, use your voice. This is basically hey, DJ Jelly Neal. <laughs> this, this, this is basically just I'm making a playlist on my computer and and setting oh, it yeah. to play, and that's pretty much it. So it's not really DJing it, it as we know it, you know. Neil, don't downplay your importance in this thing. <laughs> yeah. I'll just sit there in the back. I'll just put the record thing on. I mean, I'll 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 hit play and then stand there with my arms crossed, just surveying the, other, the, surveying the, the crowd. I see, the, so I think that dwarf thing is awesome, and everybody who's listening right now thinking, "You should go check that out." I think it's gonna be real cool. Um, the other thing is, he's got the plain white tees to be there for a meet and greet and listening party. Now they're not playing, but man, they had a big hit song like ten years ago. Remember? Right. Right. Hey um, there, Delilah, something, 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 Delilah, hey, hey. I, I don't know. I don't just know the hey, Delilah part, but it's New th- York City, something, blah, blah. Anyway. Are they from here? Are they from Chicago? I have no idea. They got a black guy in the band, though. Very rare. They got a what? A black guy? I see the picture right now. There's one guy who looks like a hipster doofus with his jean jacket vest and his pork pie hat. There's like a cool guy in a leather jacket with shaggy hair. There's like a, another guy in a jean jacket and like a brother wearing a vest. Hmm. Who just looks like a real clean cut, like uh, Hootie and the Blowfish type brother? <laughs> that's it's a, just it's that's just not a, that's not a compliment, Hootie and the fucking Blowfish. Well, you know that that. Oh, uh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Anyway, it's just yeah. it's just interesting. They're interestingly bad, but they were big. Like, I mean, maybe I'm mistaken, but I remember that song. It was a big hit. No, you're right. No, they 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 were big. I mean, I, even I know that name. America, and, and, oh, they are they are from Chicago, which is probably where. Oh, is there? So okay. probably Mike. If I had to guess. Mike probably knew them back in the nineties. I would. Uh, guess. It could be. Yeah. Or one of them was Mike. One of them was Mike Money. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then the dwarves, of course, you know, Blag very famously is from Highland Park, where the store is. Exactly. So, yep. So you know, you might get to see his mama or something in there. So <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it's, it's going to be a cool event. We're going to go see the full band on Sunday night. So. Anyway, yeah, Neil, I hope you'll come to one or both of those shows so we get more hang time. But my point being that Sunday, I don't know, Mark Mark and I maybe come to you, maybe go do some record shopping or something. I don't know. Something. Yeah, no, that would be cool. We'll definitely hang I out. I saw that Mike yeah. is open on Sunday till like 5, so maybe we go up there or we can go to Bucket of Blood or whatever you want to do. Yeah, Saturdays and Sundays till 5. We'll uh, we'll cruise up, meet you at your place or something, or I, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. I'll. And I'm, well, obviously, I'm doing the thing on Monday. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the Sunday. I'm not. Yeah, probably not. Sunday. That's Sunday the twelfth, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. 
right. Well, like I said, even if you just want to come down and have a couple beers and Reggie's or whatever, whatever you want to do, man. Yeah. But we'll yes. catch up on Sunday and we'll do some. Like I said, I, I wouldn't. I, I've got so many records I haven't listened to. I don't necessarily need to go record shopping, but you know we could we could do something. Maybe so, we'll meet somewhere or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how to park in the city, so it's a big pain in the dick. So I'd rather drive up by you and make you drive. <laughs> That's nice being used by because I'm because I'm such a uh... well. You have the app and all that. Like I, parking in Chicago's. Uh, I, I mean, I'm a country simpleton, Neil. I have a driveway. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I know. I, I mean, Reggie's can be difficult too, man. Reggie's is a pain in the ass. But yeah, well, par- I mean, parking just, in the I'm city. I'm just going to park in that lot because we're going to stay at the. Right. We're actually staying at the nice place, the Jaslin. Is that another so, Ho Chi Minh hotel though? No, it's very nice, dude. It's real nice. Is it? Yeah, nothing really? but the best. Okay. I'm the best for me, and my buddy Mark. <laughs> oh God, is he going to be in his underpants? He's gonna, actually going to wear clothes this time. That's true. He wears he wears his underpants like just casually. I I, I, I hope he doesn't go another level down when we're uh, sharing a room. We'll see. He's like Superman. Yes. Whatever, man. I can resist the sinister urge. It'll be fine. <laughs> That's a good name for a band. Yeah. Sinister urge. There like you it. go. I like it. Hey, you've got another song to play. All right, I'm gonna play another. Talking song. about another, sinister urge. Man, another 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 long one. But you know, uh, we got we've got a lot of positive feedback about our solo episodes lately. I think people miss the witty repartee between the two of us. You know, yes, exactly. Arguing exactly. About Riverdale's. It's not the Riverdale's. It is the Riverdale's. It's not the Riverdale's. <laughs> I stand by my position. Um, so um, this is another one that David sent me. Um, it's a. I, and I can't remember where this was from. I, I don't want to get this wrong, but they're they're called the Pleasure Heads, and it's like I said, I think there might be a different band called Pleasure Heads too. That's not as rock and and uh, the female singer, and they're pretty pretty like aggressive. And this song is called uh, Catholic Guilt. Oh, thank you. 
that was Pleasure Heads with Catholic <laughs> Guild. I think I found them on Discogs. Let's take a look here. Um, oh, no information about them at all. I love it. Um, I'm assuming Pennsylvania. Does, does that sound right? Pittsburgh? Does that sound right? Oh, it could be. It could be. I think he is quite a Catholic Guild. Yeah, there they are. That's the single right there. Catholic Guild from 1990. There you go. Yeah, on white vinyl. Catholic Guild, Foggy Notions. That's the one you must have then, yeah? I haven't even taken it out of the sleeve yet. Okay, there you go. But I got to dig him up some stuff. I got some, Like I said, I got some really good good stuff. I got that collection I, I was given. It was like, has some duplicates, some cool stuff like GBH and stuff like that. And, uh, and I've got a lot of other stuff. I've just been given so much stuff over the years that I just, I need, I don't have any room. I don't know what I'm going to do. I got to add some storage or something. So... Anyway, looks like got, there's looks like there's two girls in the band. If you yeah, I think so. I think maybe the drummer's a dude or something. So yeah, if you got got some old records, uh, you know, if you got doubles of records and you want to send me some, I'll send you more than what you send me. So wow, how about that? Yeah, I got some cool. I got some cool stuff too. I really do. I just, I just, you know, at some point you're like, you know, I got this is cool, but I'm not gonna listen to it. No, I know what you mean by that exactly. Yeah. Well, and you know, I've I just, I, I've been, like we're very fortunate too. That I know, we know a bunch of guys who run labels, and and a lot of them. I've just been given so much stuff, and I'm not really. I wrestle with the sort of morality of selling stuff that was given to me. I don't really don't like that. I'd rather trade it or give it away or something. So no, I, I agree with you there. Okay, so get to a good home, but I do. And once in a while, it does kind of like you like look at this. You got like a seven inch. Like I don't really care about this at all. And you look it up. It's like oh, the cheapest one at discount is twenty five bucks. Hmm, I can actually get something decent for you know. Yeah. But yeah. uh, once again, so so anyway. what? So okay, so when you were driving down to um, South Carolina or whatever, or when you're yep. when you're lying in in bed, what are you listening to? That like, what have you been listening to? I figured we could do a new a new uh, a new section like this. What what have you been listening to over the last two weeks? So when I was chatting with my wife, I, we listened just a lot of like classic rock. Oh, okay. So yeah, if you're you're barking up the wrong tree, you might want to revisit this in a week or two because yeah, we listened to nothing particularly interesting okay so there's, so, nothing, so there's nothing new at home that you've been playing that you're totally into i just i have this big pile of records because i bought all these records at these shows and i'm trying to think if i've been ordering some stuff i really haven't been i've kind of gotten back into discogs but uh yeah I, I have got so much stuff that's new to me that i haven't listened to now but something like that that uh slaughter the dogs record you gave me you know like i know that record mm-hmm so I'll listen to it once or twice before I put it away. But if I don't know something, I try to listen to it a, a few times, you know. Yeah. So that's an interesting topic for another for another another episode. Is how yeah. is, is how many times do you listen to something these days? Yeah, and I have like you can one think pile, you know like a pile where I don't feel like I've listened to it enough to put it away yet. And like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah that's what I do too. It's yeah. a mess. It's yep. a mess, man. Anyway, all right. Seventy-seven at Gmail. Yeah, join our group. We're now over thirteen hundred people in the group. Did you see that? Wow! Yeah, we're up to thirteen hundred. Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm trying to sort of like my Facebook slash internet stuff is pretty much just uh, like the group. Like I'm not doing much personal anymore. Once in a while, I will. If I if I sip something personal, it's because my wife tags me usually or something. So, but uh, yeah, no, it's all good, man. It's all good, and we seem to get a lot of decent feedback from a from the Tain episode, but especially yeah, from uh, yeah from our solo episodes, you know, which it's which is always nice. It's always gratifying, right? Yep. And like I said, we got some we got some good guests coming up as usual, and we got some you know 
We got big plans for you people. Big plans, everybody. Big plans. Big plans. Yep. But my big plan right now is that I'm talked out and I'm going to go to bed. No, I'm not going to go to bed. I'll probably watch a little TV for a little bit or something. Yeah, I'm going to do so. this. I'm going to do the same thing. So uh, yeah. anyway, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. Thank you. For we listening. appreciate you. We do. We do. We appreciate each and every one of you, unless you well, send us you, unless you send us idiotic emails about. Yeah, exactly. uh, do a few you think we think are pranks, but most of you as we like. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Keep a little mark in your heart. Stay free. Smell you later. Smell you later, everybody. Bye bye. Okay, that brings us to the end of another show. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, keep a little mark in your heart, and we'll be back the same mark time, same mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ah, ha, ha. ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter. What a load of old shit. Thank you, fuck you, bye, boom.